I know that they at the crib gone crazy. Oh man, what they had didn't laugh. Damn, baby. Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Baby. <laughs> I took a half and she took a whole thing. Slow it down. Baby. <laughs> That's fucking mad, you know. I took a half, she took a whole thing. Bruv, stop advocating drug use, Drakey boy. Uh, your fans are 10-year-olds. They're like, they are, as they're, all on, they're all on TikTok at that. <laughs> this could end terribly. Episode 7. 2001. 2020. One. Cha-ching. 21. 21. Hey, listen. <laughs> Yo, this is 2000 and Savage. 2000 and Savage. What? That's what we calling it. Lads, man. Mm, top here up. we are. Here we are. Um, didn't seem so long ago we were recording the Christmas episode, but, you know, a few days passed and we're in a whole new year. A whole new mode. Thanks. Happy fuck. New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, man. How are you, man? How's your New Year, G? My New Year's was pretty chill. Um, I was, yeah, just chilling at home, mate. Honestly, like we had a few, a few whiskeys. Um, well, you weren't at a Bando Rave? No, weren't at a Bando Rave, um, which we're going to get onto, goddammit. Um, <laughs> weren't at a rave. I uh, was, was at the house, which is, to be honest, a bit of a rave. Bo Bandos. Um, yeah, no, we were chilling. Absolutely just chilling, having a drink, um, eating. And then we watched uh, Death of 2020, um, which is that... Black yeah, I, need, I need to get on to that. Yeah, What's it about? It's hilarious. It's about um, 2020. It's literally like a summary of 2020 through the spectrum of obviously politics and coronavirus, but satire. it's made by, it's a massive satire uh, made by Charlie Brooker who did Black Mirror. So it's got, it's got Samuel L. Jackson in Samuel there. L. Jackson in there. He's so plays, jokes, Yeah, bro. he plays bro, the role Anything of, uh, with Samuel Jackson in it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fire in it. He's like a journalist in it. It's got Hugh Grant in there. And I'm still trying to figure out if Hugh Grant has aged that much or if they put No, like, it's makeup. He's David, yeah. he's David Starkey, right? Crazy, That's who bro. he's playing. Oh, is that who he's supposed yeah, to be? Yeah, yeah. I feel you. All right, but um, yeah, Hugh Grant's in it. And then there's a few other people who you might know as well. Um, so, so check that out on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Um, not that we're being paid to endorse um, not yet. shows. Not yet. Not yet. Um, how was yours? Mine, yeah, was actually super quiet. Super, super quiet. What like, did you do? Um, went to my mama's. Big up, auntie. Shout out. Listen, but imagine this, yeah. I was going to surprise my mum and my sister with sushi, yeah? Like mm. a little sushi night in. A bento box? No, nah, there's a place called Iro Sushi. They're like dotted around like from Fulham to, to Tower Bridge. Just like handing out free promo here. Yeah? Come on. It's actually good. I tested it out the other day, yeah? So anyway, I've gone to Eero, or it's called, at like nine o'clock. It closes at 10. It's yeah. queued up with loads of like delivery. Um, oh, wow. Everyone's on the same tip. Everyone's right. on the same tip, yeah? Right. So then when it comes to my turn to mm-hmm. order sushi, I was going to order like, I was going to order so much, like the deluxe box, it's mm-hmm. like blah, blah. The woman tells me they ran out of fish. What? Shit. Yeah, shit then. Shit then. But you still got, uh, I went there around like 8.48, yeah? Right. So like, Still got about an hour and 12 minutes, something like that. Yeah? Good maths. Left, yeah? Yeah. Quick maths. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I'm like, well, what do you mean? You close at 10. Like, how can you run out? How can a sushi spot, all you do, we, all you need yeah, to do, yeah? it's a big yeah? part of your business. Listen, it's all you, fish. All, listen, all you, need, to, all you need to do is just buy a fish in it and do your thing. And the woman said, yeah, like, it's just been really busy, blah, blah. I can't hate in it, like. Local businesses. True, say KFC ran out of chicken anything. one time. Bro, I've been there. That's mad. KFC ran out of chicken, mad. so you can understand a little shop running yeah, out exactly. of fish. Yeah, so, exactly. But then I call my mum now. Crazy, yeah. I was like, mum, have you eaten? Like, I want to get you like, guys sushi, something nice, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, no, no, don't worry about it. Like, I made fried chicken. Um, no, I made chicken, fried rice, um, planting, and salad. Ooh, Ooh. Um, essentials. 
So now hold on, like, hold okay, on. Can mom, I just interject at this point? Yeah, yeah. The way you said planting. Yeah. Plantain, bro. Nice. Plantain. Plantain. I'm a Caribbean. Plantain, bro. Plantain. I, think, I, think I think that's a Caribbean side of me. But you're but also got, half Af. So. Yeah, no. That's, that's, and that's what I said. But it's also I think that's the Caribbean so side. So do you alternate between translations, yeah, like yeah. pronunciations? <laughs> it's plantain, mate, when you're around. No, no, no. no it's bro, also written. Written. It's you're, out, you're outnumbered with some Africans here, innit? Pay some respects. That's what's up. Listen, listen. That's what's up. Listen, yeah. It's also written with an A in it. Like, I'm just. Okay, but. Plantain. 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 Fountain. Yeah, exactly. You just proved that point. Yeah, exactly. So we talking about. Fountain. No, fountain, you that's how fountain. Fountain. You go to Trafalgar Square, you go visit the fountain. No, you don't, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> As if you're af- Excuse me, excuse me. I have 10p, I want to put it in the fountain. In the fountain. When you go to Rome, you, you, go, to the, you go to the Trevi Fountain. Trevi Fountain. <laughs> Yo, listeners, yeah? Can, can you just agree with me? We're going to do a poll on this at some point, yeah? Right. Do you feel that I get like, I get like completely rinsed? By um, Abs and um, <laughs> Sir Johnny, like at the start of every episode, a big part. Or, or, or do you think that I just, I just, I just, what's the word? You put it on myself. I put it on myself. Bring it upon yourself. Bring it, bring it upon myself. Mm. A big part of being my friend is getting rinsed and yeah, rinsing. Yeah. Oh, bro, you are the biggest troll. I try. When I see Richard's typing, yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you. Listen, when I see, <laughs> yes, thank you. Listen, and, and, I even, and I, I even troll him now because whenever I see Richard's typing, yeah, bro, I always write in italics. Richard's typing. How'd you get the yeah, italics so quick, bro? One. I'm not gonna lie, that gets me mad. A bit. It gets me mad. Isn't it? He said, <laughs> Johnny, how is I you anticipating my typing? Like, stop anticipating <laughs> my typing. Like, he's, 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 he's hot, bro. He's hot, bro. He's hot. He's hot. He's hot. It's calm, man. Listen, bro. I, I, I found the. I would call it, I found the kryptonite with it, man. It does work as well. So New Year's Eve, streaming in the group chat. I swear down. So New Year's Eve at your at your mum's with your sister. Chill, yeah, mum's chill. I like it, man. Pop, Sounds I great. The I gave the crown. Oh, another... Wild, bro. Pop the slur, bro. My mum's teetotal, isn't it? So like, I don't uh, need to wait on it. So you got to pop bottles. Yeah, and then yeah. Yeah, basically just pop, pop that slurb. We have, we have selection. We have the white grape, nice. the red grape, we have Ooh. the berry. Ooh. Everything there, man. <laughs> and then, Everything there. bro, you know what yeah, it is, yeah? My mum's from the Caribbean, yeah? But she, when she came to London, yeah? She went straight to a Ghanaian church, innit? So my mum's basically Ghanaian as well, innit? Okay. And basically, like... And you still say plantain say wrong. Planting, man, for the world <laughs> and back. But Johnny, how, how was yours? How was your New Year's? Um, I was making platanos mainly, which is the correct way to say this fried banana thing that you two are arguing <laughs> platanos. over. Platanos. Um, no, I was chilling, man. I, I decided not to go out. I thought I'd play it, play it kosher this year. Um, stayed in. I was leading Real Betis to glory on Football Manager. <laughs> Why um, Real Betis? Because that's my, that's my favorite team in Spain. They're oh. the uh, second team in Sevilla, which is probably my favorite city in Spain. So that's why I play as every year. It's a nice little La Liga challenge. Anyone who knows anything about football manager knows that La Liga is the hardest league to play in because there's a fucking mazzoline every two games. What's the league called? La Liga. It's the Spanish Premier League. Um, so I like playing. But anyway, so that's what I was doing. So I was listening to Jack Kerouac's On the Road because mm. I haven't read that. So I was listening to my audiobook. Do you recommend it? Uh, yeah, it's quite mad. It's quite mad. Like it's, it's extremely outdated. Like you can tell it came out in 1957 or something. Mm-hmm. Like he keeps talking about... He keeps talking about like the cotton picking Negroes that he met in the fields and like this mulatto girl that the he gets fuck? with. Um, to be fair, there's a female rapper who calls herself mulatto. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Get, I don't get her. Which is a bit mad as well. No, it's a bit mad. She does a nice Torek challenge. Yeah. So Ooh, anyway, he make, uh, we'll talk about that afterwards. Wonderful. We'll get there. But anyway, so there's a lot of there's a lot of like terminology that, that maybe was kosher in, in the 50s because it, it, within the context of what he's saying, he's actually being quite nice. It's mm. just that he uses that terminology. So it's a very dated book, but it's also probably quite... It's more of a commentary on me as a millennial that that's my reaction function rather than the content of the book itself, which is a very interesting story about self-development and growth. But it does seem that he spends a lot of time 
just putting different birds away all over the country. Love it on a shoestring budget. Um, Look, so, so fair play it. to him. So that's what's up. Um, I also I, I also finished um, Bob Woodward's rage about the Trump White House ah. yesterday as well. Uh, I got that got that one for Christmas. So yeah, oh, man, it was just audio books and uh, Bailey's and Football Manager, and then I watched the lecture, and then I went to bed, and that was up. That's what's up. I when kind of hit myself. When did you watch Mandalorian? Mandalorian, yeah. uh, just off after Christmas Day. So like, yeah, I need to watch that because oh, like, it's ten ten. Even like, even like my auntie, my auntie watched it. She was like, I watched it start to finish. Ten ten. Same. That I, like, I binged it. Isn't that like Star Wars stuff? Yeah, it's Star Wars. So it's set between episodes six and seven. It's a spin-off series um, and it's about, uh, it's about, so do you, have you seen Star Wars before? No, I never watched Star Wars in look my me life. In, look, me in the, look me in the face. I hate Star Wars with all of my insides. You're moving mad. This Glenn Terribly is looking for two new podcast hosts <laughs> this week. I just, yeah. I just. <laughs> applications are there. I just don't, I don't get it. That's mad chat. I've never understood it. That's very mad chat. It looks awful. But have you actually sat down and watched the film? I tried. Which what one? was the one that came out like uh, four years ago? Was it like episode one? Four years ago? No, that would have been episode seven. No, no, no. I was. It was a cinema one. It was the first one that I think John Boyega was in. Yeah, that's episode seven. Oh, whatever then. Yeah. yeah. I, I watched that one in the cinema and I genuinely went back to the counter and I asked for my two hours of life back. That's bleak. Yeah. That's bleak. Well, I mean, that wasn't the best one. Um, anyway, it's dope. Everyone should watch Mandalorian. If Find a Bando way to get yourself a Disney Plus description. Did you guys... <laughs> Did you guys get any good presents? Um, yeah, man, got turtlenecks, fam. Turtlenecks? I was very surprised when you uploaded a picture saying that's the first turtleneck you've owned. Yep. For real? That's crazy. You well, see my like mom the had... guy who would have more turtlenecks. No, yeah. my mom had... I got a picture of me as a kid wearing a French Connection. Um... You, remember, you remember French Connection? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they used to okay. be jokes because it, it would almost say fuck and you were allowed to wear it to school. Risque. Yeah, yeah. Risque. So my, 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 my mum was, was a navy blue, white in the middle and baby blue outline, French Connection turtleneck. Okay. But I hated it because um, it, was, it used to make me itch. Oh, so you lied to your people? No, no, no. But my mum, my mum, no, no, no. <laughs> so my so mom, you lied to your no, followers? No, no, my mum, my mum, no, no, I didn't. My mum reminded me. My mum was like, what was that? You've... You've had one before. I was like, no, I haven't. I, I hate and but to be honest with you, I always associate turtlenecks with um like those fake pastors or um <laughs> or or what? people or people that are on online on Instagram selling you Forex saying that they're a trader. <laughs> like they always tend to wear they always tend to wear turtlenecks and blazers, it's, isn't it's it? Pro- it's become it's become a like a, a sign of wealth or a sign of success. Yeah, so I don't like it because I think it's phony, I think it's shit, I think it just doesn't look good. I think you look like you're begging it. And because it like a lot of the forex guys, like well, fucking they, hell, I'm no not buying you a turtleneck next year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no. Six got, months ago, my no. wife cheated on me. I lost my house. I lost my kids. But if you follow my trading strategy, you'll become a millionaire overnight. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're click like and subscribe. Listen, click like and subscribe, and then they're rubbing their hands of it as well. It's just phony, man. And it gets my nerves, yeah. And why it gets on my nerves as well, yeah, is because I hate telling people what I do professionally. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as I told them I'm a trader, and I'm, you might have had it before. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you sell trade? You, you sell forex? Oh, can you send me some ideas? Oh, can you, no way. For can real? You, um, People yeah, ask yeah. you that. Huh? People ask you that. All the, don't they ask you that? No one's ever asked me that. Bro, the one I get is, what, what, what are you South doing in stocks and shares, mate? Have you got any Tesla? And I'm like, I haven't got any, <laughs> any Tesla. Have you got Bitcoin? And I'm like, I, I also don't have any Bitcoin. Bro, no. I actually had Bitcoin, yeah? Do you? I had. Um, I bought a 50 pounds Bitcoin, yeah? 50 Funny, pounds what, worth? 50 pounds worth of Bitcoin, when? yeah? This was like two years ago. Oh, you're up then? Yeah, I'm up. Yeah. Come on. Uh, but the thing is, I don't know what my login is. Oh. Because uh, uh, that thing is that like, it's sort of like, it's weird. Like 
you got to stay logged into it. I need to find that and to ask my old colleague. But it's funny because basically the transaction costs, mm-hmm. let's say example, I can't remember what Bitcoin was. It might have been like, I don't know, like 12,000. So okay. Or 8,000, I don't know, something like that. When you bought it. When I bought it, okay. right? And it was approaching a new high. But I paid, for example, 8,000, yeah? Right. I'm using it as like a like a made up number. Okay. But then the transaction costs of like the the spread, the, the brokerage fee and stuff, it actually made my all-in price higher than the high so i got bantered at work saying like mm. the execution trader. Well, one, of, listen, yeah. one of our one of our traders at, one, trade. of, one of our traders that like the, the biggest asset managers <laughs> in the world he just made he printed a new high <laughs> he, he's the guy that, he's the guy that did it you're the high so, tick. Then, so then now i think i think now bitcoin's like skyrocketed again it's like know? 28 back or something now so but have you not seen all these stories of people like my cleaner threw away my usb stick and i lost 110 million pan from people who no. bought it like 2007. Yeah, they're There's a few they're, of them, They're trying shit, man. They're capping. They're just trying to sue Roselita for... <laughs> they were the people that were about to buy. <laughs> for her son's school fund. They were the people that were about to buy and then they didn't buy. Oh, I'm one guy. of them. I'm 2012. I got one of my first paychecks um, when I was working at that company. And uh, it was like the first, page, first proper paycheck I'd ever got. I remember standing outside having a cigarette and Bitcoin was about 200 quid or something in 2012. And I was like, should I just put my first paycheck into Bitcoin? And I was like, actually, no, nah, I want to go Westfield and buy Moody Ralphie's, basically. <laughs> so I did that. But now I'd have 10 Bitcoins. I'd have 10 Bitcoins. It'd be worth a quarter of a million quid. Probably. But, Shame. Is, did you really? But yeah, at the time, but you looked good, good though, right? I looked. You looked, you looked so banging in yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. I was, I was top dog in Foot Locker for yeah. like 15 minutes. Bro, bro. Yeah, this yeah. year, I want to bring back Ralph Rugby's. No, okay. it's not. Um, wow. Well, I'm getting <laughs> no. promised. No, 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 we're not doing that. <laughs> so you got Polo next. What'd no, you no, Turtle next, bro. Turtle oh, sorry, next. my bad. Turtle next. Smooth. Yep. Um, <laughs> What'd you get, Johnny? I Any got, presents? I got shit ton of books. Um, yep. I got quite a wide array. People just went knees deep into my Amazon wish list. And then I also got a book for Secret Santa as well. So I got Jack Kerouac's On the Road. Another one by Michael Lewis. I got some Plato. Um, but then my favorite one was my mum knitted me a pair of socks. Big up auntie. She's a wavy knitter, wavy, wavy knitter. So in an, she I thought to, you said your mum nicked you. No, 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 no. <laughs> That'd be funny. She might have done. I don't know. I didn't, she didn't send a video of her knitting these ones. But hop, hopping into the Primark on crud like I need some I need 100% socks. cotton socks for my son. It's <laughs> Christmas, bitch. What's wool. that over there? 100% wool. 100% wool. Um, so she she managed to take some time out of her schedule um, from knitting shit for my nephew um, to to make me a Christmas present. She got me Tottenham coloured socks, navy blue and white. That's what's Lovely. up. They yeah, are yeah. so warm. So, so thank you, mommy. That's I appreciate that, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually got one more present that I'm so gassed about using. Go on, it's um, a hundred pound John Lewis voucher Cheers. from my sister. Big up, Miss Tash. Oh, um, big up! I've been meaning to buy a new bin, like a sexy bin, for my kitchen. What's a sexy bin? Like chromed out, freaking. You, you. Hover, the one where you put your hand you, over yeah, the top you, of it? You, you hover your hand over it. It does its own thing. <laughs> listen, Mazzolini. listen. So when tier, when we're out of tier five, yeah, whenever that is, yeah. I know we're in tier four, but when we're yeah, out of yeah. tier five, yeah. John Lewis will see me. I'm not on the buy online. I want to go there. I want to touch the bin. I want to like <laughs> you know hover. How you know how to say proper bougie about walking around John Lewis? I remember we used to always go to Oxford Street, like just pop in there every now and again and be like, it's like, it's like, it's like, the, it's like you're not quite rich enough for Harrods, but like I don't need to buy my shit from Muji anymore. Yeah. Like, you shout out Muji though. Shout yeah. out Muji. Muji's waving, man. Shout out Muji. Muji, I, I, Muji's I, I, nice. But Muji's like Uniqlo's little bro. There's a little yeah. bit like I yeah. contributed to no, the budget no, for like the Christmas Unicro's advert by buying at John Lewis this yeah. year. But they do clothes as well. I know, but like, is that for me? Is that the is that the home of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unicro. But the one thing I, I don't like about John Lewis, yeah, is the feeling of leaving John Lewis buying something 
because the packaging is shit. I mean, like their shopping bags are weak as fuck. Oh, like they're thin. Are they? Yeah, not great. Like when you leave, when you, a, when you leave, like, not, when you leave, like, no, like when you leave, like Liberty or you leave Selfridges, <laughs> bougie, or, yeah, you leave, you, or you leave Browns, just places FYI. There, yeah? <laughs> did like, you hear him? Or, 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 when you do or, Liberty, Selfridges, yeah, or I mean, Browns, or, 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 or like, or like, or like, you know, Fort, Fortnum and Mason. Yeah, exactly. When you come to Claridge's, certain manner, the bag, the bags are just like they're just harder. When it's raining, you're pissed, bro, because like it's just dead out there. So anyway, that's my two cents. I'm not bougie, by the way. Yeah, I'm not bougie, but I do think John Lewis could improve their bag quality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah I just got um, I just got money and some gift cards. That was it. Really. Gift cards I, to where? Uh, Apple. Oh, decent. Yeah, I'm Sick. gonna. I, I'm gonna AirPods be in the No, oh, I'm gonna get AirPods. Not. Rich, definitely not. Definitely. Rich, not. Definitely. get AirPods, no, man. No, not do it. Grow up. Not a chance. <laughs> grow up. Not a chance. Do you say grow up? <laughs> 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 no, no, no. I don't like them. They look ugly. Um, yeah, I'm in the market for a new laptop and or PC, I reckon, in the next few months. Ooh, well, how, uh, how old is your laptop? This laptop is probably five years old. Oh, okay. And, and how, it's, it's and perfectly fine. But I think with podcast and with, with working from home and all this other shit, I reckon I need a backup and or a main station um, for like my work at home situation. Or well, Mac, so get, a, get a Mac Mac. It might be an iMac, yeah, exactly. Desktop thing, or I might just get a more powerful full souped up laptop. I ain't decided yet, but I'm just going to rev up on some gift do cards. Do your research. Until then, do my research. Do my Googles. Do your reading. Um, I actually wanted to um, quickly shout out everybody who didn't get to spend Christmas in the way uh, that they may have wanted to. Um, obviously, it, mm-hmm. was a, it was a limited uh, Christmas um, situation for most people in the UK, especially especially people who are in London, South East, etc., um, who have been in tier four. I know it must have been very, very tough um, for you if you didn't breach Boris's guidelines to have Christmas in, in, a, in a much more limited capacity. So we're just honestly just sending out an acknowledgement and a mm-hmm. shout out to all the people who had to adapt, who had to adjust, who had to tone it down, who had to do things a little bit uh, lower scale or less scale um, than they would normally do it. And also just a, a quick shout out to, to those people who, who, who actually had to spend it alone because there's a lot of people who I personally, you know, got in touch with and made sure that, you know, they knew that I was thinking about them during that period of time mm-hmm. as well. Um, so it's just an acknowledgement for the people who spent Christmas alone and New Year's Eve as well. Big up. I had Christmas on my own. Yeah. Yeah, because my my um, my mum's up in uh, way up north and my nan's way down southwest. So they went to go see each other, but I didn't want to risk it. So Mm-mm-mm. I just Zoomed them. So actually it was all right because I spent most of the day getting pissed up with my old dear on Zoom doing the cooking. She was on the other side complaining about my nan. Um, and it was just, <laughs> it, was, it. it was pretty much just like, being yeah. together, yeah, but yeah, I saw it actually. I saw your thing on Instagram, like, yeah, yeah. I think you set up the whole Zoom with the whole fam, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wasn't was that, your mom, was that on your mum's page as well? Your yeah, mom, she, oh, your yeah, yeah. Uploaded another thing, yeah, 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 yeah. Another thing. But we had a four generation Zoom, we had my nan, uh, mama, me, my brother, his missus, and then little baby Reuben, little Reuben, little Reuben, hey, big up, big up, big up, but yeah, no, but to everybody who, um, as I say, who had to scale it down. Shout who out. still hasn't been able to see their family shout out. Um, beyond the FaceTime or beyond the Zoom, etc. Shout out to you people. Hopefully things get a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I think for the reasons that we are uh, now actually beginning to see a little bit more of um, on New Year's Day and onwards of all of the parties that took place and all the raves that took place in and around London and the UK, that uh, I think some of the, 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 the bad news is probably going to continue as it pertains to, to the tears. Mm-hmm. Um, the government don't necessarily need um, many more excuses to, to, to send um, warnings our way. But obviously all of these parties and these raves that are taking place are going to have, a, I would imagine, a, a pretty fierce correlation with, with the R number staying at a high level. You lot are dickheads, um, by the way. Yeah, can yeah, I, yeah. Can I just so come in and I, put my foot yeah. down on that one? Cause was, you lot I'm are, glad you jumped in. I was going to get there. But, but you yeah. men are dickheads because you know all these people who go to this party, you know the kind of bars that they'll be dropping is like, but I understand the risks. 
Mm. Like I know that I'm, I understand the risk to do it. So you're a double fold dickhead because the first thing is that not only are you taking the risk for other people, right? If you go to a party, you get it, then you walk past someone down the street or you go and meet your mum or meet whoever. They haven't elected to get the virus from you, yeah. right? You're forcing that upon them. So you're a dickhead in the first sense. You're also yeah. a dickhead in the second sense because say, say you get ill, and I hope it doesn't happen, but this particular strain appears to be more impactful on the young than the original one. Yep. And you end up going to hospital. Say what? Like, I knew I, I, knew I understood and I took the risk, but it's fucking gone against me. And then you're going to yeah. demand hospital treatment. Yeah, you're going to yeah, take yeah, up exactly. resources. Yeah, you're yeah. going to take up taxpayer money. You're going to take up bed space from someone, true say, someone who probably caught it from your other dickhead mate who was at yeah. the same party that didn't you, volunteer to get the virus. You guys get the text as well, like London Ambulance Service. Bro. And our local hospitals are extremely busy. Please support our staff by only calling 999 in an emergency. We're getting these texts to our phone because things are desperate. You yeah, we're still, I saw on... a video on, on, oh, on Shaber or UK Gossip, which was just like, police had shut it down. They opened up the gates to this underground rave and they just politely ushered people out. It was just an endless stream of people. It was like six or seven people deep and they, were, they, mad, were, they were all walking out and it was about 100, 200, maybe 300 people. So then people don't, don't ask for no doctor when you go to hospital. Literally. Don't ask for no bed. Literally. Don't ask for no don't treatment. Don't complain about waiting times, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, don't, no, 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 don't like, ask. You, no, you understood the risk, puppy. That's what you're going to say, isn't it? Mm. You understood the risk. You want to have a good time. So then where your risk, that's how the job works. Isn't yeah, it, yeah? Yeah, yeah. You're, you want to be a risk taker, you got you got to play the game. 100%. And there comes a point where obviously we understand that there is a huge fatigue around coronavirus and all this other stuff. I understand. but And I know that everybody's done their bit to an extent, but there are people who have just been flagrant throughout the whole year. It's a team year. game. This getting, um, over, getting through this is a team game. Yeah, people can't... think that there's, yeah, people think we're over the hill with this. We're definitely not. We're, we're been, so far from that. I've been in quite a lot of reading on this new strain and like, and like uh, the things that everyone knows um, are that it's, particularly more transmissible than the other one. But the other stuff that people don't know is that it also appears to be more impactful on younger people, like I mentioned. So among the samples of people that were tested, the most prevalent positive results or most prevalent age groups were zero to nine and 10 to 19. So it's a lot of young people who are probably going out and enjoying themselves. And it is them in particular who seem to be more harder hit by this new strain. It also, because it's more transmissible, has the potential to... Um, cause much larger infection numbers. Yeah. So this, I think it's a comparable R rate of 1.7 versus yeah. the other one, which was at 1.1. To put that very brief into context, if we take a start, I saw a thread that was brilliant on Twitter, but I think the, the numbers in my head were, if you took a starting point today of the virus of 2000 people and an R rate of 1.1, as the old one was, in two months, you'd have about six and a half thousand daily cases. Right sure. from a starting point of 2,000 cases, you'd have six and a half thousand daily cases yeah. at 1.1. If you had 2,000 daily cases and the R rate is 1.7, in a couple of months, that translates to like 70,000 or 65,000 daily cases. That's a fucking mazzoline. It's, it's way through the peak of where That's we crazy. were before. So, like, people need to understand, like, okay, I get that we're tired. I get people want to go out, et cetera, et cetera. But at no point have we actually done the full fuckery lockdown, stay inside your house for yeah. two weeks, behave your fucking selves. Nobody go out, nobody do anything. And until we are mature enough to do that and take the proper sacrifice, stop pussyfooting around the issue, then we are just going to keep getting prolonged and prolonged and prolonged. Other countries yeah. are not letting us in now. That's yeah. what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think most people expected there to be to be breaches. Everybody's had a really, really tough year. If you were in my situation, for example, you haven't seen your uh, members of your family for X amount of time and you really, really wanted to see them. There were all various different examples of where you just knew it was going to result in people breaching it. But I think for the most part, people try. I heard many cases of people making sure that they isolated in their bubbles for the weeks mm. leading up to Christmas to make themselves not necessarily not breaking the law, but just make themselves feel a little bit more safer about the decision that they are making to breach. They keep it very, very controlled. We have to be realistic. People are going to breach, but at least they did it, I guess, if you want to argue in a better way than the people who were just like, no masks, 500 to 600 people in an underground rave in the Mask UK. Mask off, fuck it. Mask off. 
just doing their thing. Um, and these are the people who, again, will also complain about the effects of a prolonged uh, lockdown on our economy. 100. These are people who are going to be directly impacted by some of the decisions that the government are definitely going to take. And then what? 100. 100. I, I, it's mad irresponsible, man. It's mad irresponsible. I've got so, no time for these people. Don't ask for no help. Don't ask for no sympathy. Don't yeah. ask for no medical treatment. Don't ask no hospital for nothing. You took the risk. That's how the business works, you know? Yeah. You want to be a risk taker, you got to take the risk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, um, enough of that. I don't want to get too preachy, but motherfuckers, please just be more smart. Um, stop being fucking dumb. It's but really, you, really silly. But you know what really annoys me as well? Like, and even some of my veterans, they annoy me with it when they're going to like these full on like raves and shit, underground raves and shit. And they're like, yeah, but the flu did more damage than coronavirus, isn't it? So like, yeah, everyone's a doctor now. Trust me. Oh, well, not, not, not even a doctor. Everyone's a virologist and yeah, they're yeah, yeah. this double major. Yeah. Like, so then catch the virus, innit? Yes, cool, puppy. You can have that view. Think flu's worse? Catch coronavirus. Just don't ask them for no help when you yeah. start getting batted up. That's not how it goes, innit? Yeah. 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 Um, well, we, well, just to say as well, like before we change the topic, like obviously our condolences go out to people who have lost people yep. obviously, and on. family during the coronavirus period. Yep. And um, it is not a joke and it's not to be taken. Brother, I've got family, close, close family who are, who have, who've got post-COVID fatigue and have had it for months mm. and are off work. Uh, proper, proper struggling. Like this thing is I not just a quick about post-COVID yeah. fatigue. So yeah, it's yeah, where you it's get like, it's, yeah, well, I kind of had it after I, so I had viral pneumonia in 2019. It wasn't COVID, it was way before, but, but you know, so I got, I got a viral pneumonia, which is basically what COVID is. And it wrote me off for months as well. I was, I was in bed for a month and I couldn't play football for another four or five afterwards. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I've got family who've got post-COVID fatigue and this time it's basically just, it's akin to chronic fatigue syndrome. You're constantly out of breath, constantly out of energy, can't really do much. And so you're not actually with the virus anymore, but the virus has left longer standing effects. Mm -hmm. So like when people say, oh, this is the fucking flu, it's not just the flu. Like there's a whole, there's a reason the world went into a mazzoline dealing with this. Yeah. You're not smarter than the entire yeah. United Nations. No? Yeah, for real. Fuck it. Anyway, um, we did like New Year's resolutions and stuff. Has anything been added to the list? Is there a new perspective that you've got coming into 2021 that you want to talk about? Do you have any epiphanies? I just want to get back into exercising. Yeah, facts. I've never seen you exercise. I've known you for a decade. <laughs> well, so getting back into, what do you mean? Well, nah, what, like, what are we talking into, about? Bro, I, used to, I used to gym every day. Eh? Yeah, I did. But you won't know that because you. I, I didn't have Instagram before um, before lockdown. Before lockdown, I was just on my Snapchat and I would be in the gym every day when I was working. Every day. Did you upload yourself in the gym? You're one of them, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. One of them, man. Yeah, yeah. Vest pics and that. I am one of them. Hashtag man. progress. But mine normally don't like, bring that to no, the ground. No, don't bring that to the ground. We don't need that. But, but, no, we but, might have followed nah, you in it. No, but mine, mine, mine typically yeah, TCT is like, no, nah, mine's typically like my, just like, but my point of view and it's like, just like me walking out the gym. <laughs> you know what I mean? I won't, when flexing. I'm in there. Flexing. No, not even. Just dead trainers, dead night trainers, but like, man, man done a sweat in it. So we like, do, do a little one video like, darling, the gun shows. <sighs> no, nah, I'm not on them, man. I'm not one them, man. Kiss, kiss the bicep, no? <laughs> no, 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 no. Maybe, maybe like, maybe like a DM in that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not the public thing, no. <laughs> but like a progress thing for myself. But I yeah. would never be out there like that. So okay. what? How do you do? You reckon you're going to be able to fit? Because you got a busy schedule, bro. How you're do you reckon man. you're going to fit? Like, so basically, I've decided um, I want to sort of join. There isn't a, a club for it, but I want to join like the 10 a.m. people, 10 p.m. people. So basically, I want to be in bed by 10 p.m. every day. Yeah, that's me. I'm about that. And oh. I want to try and get him a decent hour of sleep so I can wake up at six o'clock fresh. Mm -hmm. An hour, I've got like everything. All I need now is kettlebells. Mm -hmm. um, but I used to be a massive runner as well. So you're gonna do it all at home? Yeah. So like, I'll, I'll either run in the morning, right? And I, I love running. Like I can, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I just learn new things about this bread every I'm day, bro. Running, I'm, a I'm, I'm a Strava man, isn't it? 
Like, I, I did a Strava run today. It was bleak. It's the first one in two yeah, months. I, I tore my hamstring. I'm a Strava man. Like, when I had cobwebs and stuff, like when I first started, when I got back into running, when everyone was in that walks and running phase, yeah, it started yeah. lockdown yeah, yeah. 1.0. Like I was doing bits. What's your 5K time? My 5K time is, I'll normally do 4Ks, you know? Oh, Why? It's easier. I would go normally like doing my break at work, innit? Okay. But my 4K, to, I'll do that 4K. Man just said 4K is easier than 5K. Yeah, yeah, yeah no wait, shit, bro. Yeah. Like, I wasn't, no, I wasn't no, gonna no, pull him on it, but no, <laughs> I, no, but I'm saying it's easier in terms of working it because I obviously got a tight. So break. what's your 4K time? 4K time's like 21 minutes or like under that. Okay, that's all right. That's easy. my 5K time. Yeah. You're doing 5K in 21 minutes? Hell yeah. You're lying. Bro, he's, he's, he's half Kenyan, bro. Bro, I'm about it. <laughs> I'm about once I get into it, bro, I'm about it. Trust me. No, but, Ab, but, Ab, but Abs does, um, Abs does like, he runs on the beach and that. Yeah, you see me. <laughs> I, I get busy, bro. Like when we, when I do like, like annual, like. Um, You're cheating. You've got long trips. strides though, bro. Yeah, exactly. That my helps. Little, my little legs. That helps. They ain't going as quick as The strides help. But when I get like, when I get like super fit, yeah, that's calm, bro. I could easily yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did a 5K today still. Yeah. What, what was the time? Hour. Uh, today was atrocious. But it's my first ride. I tore my hamstring like two months ago. Yeah, come near fucking excuses. You use Strava. Oh, yeah, use Strava. You, mate, you can All right, find, so boom. We're going to make... You can publicly... Yeah, boom. We know what to do. We know what to do. We're going to make a... We're going to make a discontentably, yeah? We're well, running a club. Little, a little Strava, Strava running club, yeah? 5K And anyone, anyone listening on here, when we make that Strava club thing, oh, feel no. free to join it as well. Yeah, 100%. And banter us. Yeah. I'm at a genetic disadvantage here, bruv. Why? Yeah, but the thing is, yeah, but I, I feel like you're... Jews, seg- are, Jews are significantly less athletic than black that's people. That's not a thing. You know, no, 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 it's a thing that um, scientifically as well, huh? yeah, no, biologically, what do you want to call it, yeah? If anatomy or whatever, I'm using all the words, yeah? <laughs> Fucking... Um, Science. Black people tend to be faster runners because literally how we're built... Yeah, like, bone density, got, la, la, la. And that and, 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 and white people in general have... Um, Bigger calves, bigger legs and stuff. So they tend to be slower when it comes to running, but then okay. they're better at other things like trekking and things like that. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I didn't I didn't really go into that. That I was just make I was more he making was just a starting race, his excuses out. Yeah, I was yeah, making excuses I, I, and just I, going for a stereotypical yeah, I, I, cheap I, 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 joke. I, just, I really didn't want you to back him on that. Now he's got excuses. No, now I've got science I, behind I me. Now when he comes last in the Strava, he'd be like, Yeah, because I'm Jewish. That's basically why. We're funny people, innit? We're not we're not athletes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not our strength. What about you? Has there been any changes to your uh, New yeah, Year's the fin- plans? The thing, so I, I was going to do dry January for about four hours this morning. Oh shit, that starts today, doesn't yeah, it? It starts today. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's not <laughs> ideal. It's not ideal. Uh, so I was, uh, and then and then I went for a run, and I was like, "Fucking hell, I could do with the do with the Baileys." Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so I might. So then I was thinking I might do dry Feb, uh, but I've got, there's a couple birthdays that are about during Feb, and people will be like, "We're well, only 28 days." So then, uh, so I might do, I mean, I might do a dry month at some point. I, I'm going to do less booze, I think. I'm going to yeah. do less booze generally. I've never done a dry January in my life, but last year, 2020, I just, I just significantly reduced my drinking in Jan just to mm. see what I got. You know, everyone else is doing it. I just thought, let me try it. Um, it was great. Yeah. I probably drank once a week. Yeah. Max. Yeah. But there were weeks I didn't drink. Um, so I probably drank like three or four times the whole of the month and it was amazing. I think it's just because it's been a hefty December. Yeah. December's always quite a hefty month. So you come out you come out into early Jan and you're like... <gasps> yeah. And what you man are saying about like getting earlier sleep, getting more sleep, bro. The, the combination of not drinking and getting better quality sleep, bro. Oh, for oh sure. Oh my Lord, it's for unbelievable. Sure, for sure. Unbelievable. The way your brain works, everything else is just like, it's just clearer. Everything's clearer. So I recommend that 100%. Get your smart light um, and help you sleep. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. I'm be copying that after um, this podcast. During the, um, during the course of the, um, of the Christmas holiday, I... Uh, found myself on a particular app hmm. more um, than I expected to be. 
Um, Quietly though, because I didn't know until recently. Yeah, uh, I got invited um, into this app um, in early December when we were away in Sweden. Uh, it's called Clubhouse. Mm. And I think some of our listeners um, may have heard of it, but essentially it's a fairly new app. Best way to describe this app is it's like a Twitter platform, but it is totally voice. Mm -hmm. So imagine a collection of conference rooms. Imagine imagine just like a, a, a the ability to opt in and out of- Chat rooms. Chat rooms, um, which are completely voice-based. You can you have a bunch of moderators who start and control proceedings in the chat room, and then you have the audience, people who are in the chat room just to listen to the opinions. It has swept um, America, which is where it was, it where, where it's originating, and one of its major pulls is the fact that a lot of celebrities are on there, and they are as unadulterated, unfiltered as you could probably hope or wish for some of your celebrities some of the shit they talk about there some of the things that that happen on there some of the things we've seen on there have absolutely been crazy one of my personal favorites was a was a was a chat room which had a bunch of um uh, ladies in there as the moderators um and then a bunch of guys as the audience and then the moderators were allowing guys um onto the stage so as moderators um and then when they were given that stage they were asked the question, so how much money are you going to cash at me? Yeah. Um, to send them money, just to send them money. Toxic weddies, um, baby, we're out here. And literally money was just being exchanged between Maz. strangers. Proper um, and the basis for that money exchange was guy thinks girl is pretty. She look hot. Um, so just sent her cash. Hey baby, you hot, where you from? What a time to be alive. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was on that quite a bit. Clubhouse and is lit. What do you guys think of Clubhouse? Clubhouse is lit. Some of the chat titles are absolutely ridiculous. One of my favorite ones was the whole like, is it fair for your parents to charge you rent? That was mad chat. Yeah. That was Yo, very me, mad That chat. just screamed boredom. Think about all the topics in the world. I yeah. actually like that topic. No, you know what? It was, but to get to that topic, that's a very yeah. niche topic. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the world's just fucking bored, fam. Yeah, everybody's yeah. bored. What do you think about that though? Because I, I, I paid rent from the moment. It wasn't even real rent, but like from when, the, when I got my NI card, yeah? Mm -hmm. And I had my first job. Right. How big a moment was it to feel like you was growing up when you got that when you got that NI card? When I, I realized it, I it like a big big. Nah, nah. Up. When I realized it didn't serve as ID, I dashed that thing out the window. Oh, bro. I memorized the number and I was just like, yeah, I right, bet. I felt like a big big person yeah, nah, for like nah, half nah. an hour. But I thought NI was gonna be like ID. I thought I could get into the clubs with this shit. And when I was like, <laughs> when I found out it had no ID on it, I was like, yeah, nah, nah. See you nah. later. No, you know what? Like, I just, I, I, my mum just taught me just that the. This is the art of saving, isn't it? Or like mm. the what I didn't realize, which is what I really think my mom was dope for. My first wager was like three hundred pounds a month. Yeah, working weekends at like a small boutique retail shop, and it's all like Ralph and like Gant and shit. Mm -hmm. yeah? In Syracuse, big up Revolver Boutique, <laughs> my first job ever. But um, what my mom would do, say example, if I get like three hundred pounds a month or four or three fifty, my mom would make me send her like. 100 pounds or something or 70 pounds every month yeah um yeah. you say it quickly in the year that's what like 1200 yeah mm -hmm. but my mum wasn't actually using that to contribute to anything mm -hmm. my mum registered me as a person for like electricity bills but okay. she was paying for it yeah she only did that to equip me mm -hmm. for like for example credit score and stuff okay, like that okay wow for like that but my mum actually gave me my money back after like three and as obviously when i got my first proper salary when i started working in the city yeah i was doing the same thing mm -hmm. Like, and I, to be honest with you, even till now, obviously it doesn't go to, I don't know if she saves towards it now, but mm. till now I always contribute X amount. Yeah. And I consider she stacks it, like it for you. Yeah. And she stacks it off. I think now she uses it because okay. she's older now. And yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm an adult now. It's different now, isn't it? Like yeah. I understand the 
the art of saving and shit. But yeah. like, I thought it was quite dope that she did that. Mm. Yeah. But when I started hearing about other things, like, I think you might mention that about somebody who said um, that the parents have multiple houses yeah. and they're making them pay like market rate rent and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's bleak. Market rate rent is fucking crazy. That's like, bleak. If you're contributing that's, that's to the household um, because you are an adult and you are earning and if you weren't in the house... Uh, and you lived in your own little private accommodation or whatever, you'd be paying a substantial amount more. I just think that's par for the course. If your yeah. parents want a little bit of dollar, you should probably, as an adult, big man ting, probably be having that conversation before it's asked of you by your folks. It's when it becomes a clear abuse of power where I think it I think it bends a few noses out of shape. The number um, that I was due to, to contribute as soon as I left university, got my first job and was on my way to sort of moving out was fair. Do you know what I mean? In the grand scheme of my salary and all of that stuff. So me putting uh, a bit of money into the household, whether it be for the utilities or whether it just be for, you know, just for me to just be an adult, mm. I didn't really see too much of a problem with it. And as I've said, like even leaving the house, you know, you, you got to do your bit. Like I think, I think the story that isn't told and I don't think the story that was spoken about enough in the clubhouse is just, just how huge the sacrifice was um, by a lot of our parents, especially ones who came from, you know, where our parents came from, um, where, you know, maybe they had like amazing qualifications in Nigeria or parts of the Caribbean. They come here and it doesn't necessarily equate to much. They're not mm. necessarily demanding as much money as they should. Yeah. And then the, the, the platform that they've given their kids by putting them in better schools in London, which means that they've, their earning uh, potential is 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 more significant than theirs ever was, and then they actually realise that by earning a great salary. I think it's just it's just yeah, it's just part of the, it's, is it, I don't know if ecosystem is the right word, but it's just part of how it's just part of the pattern. You know what I mean? You kind of have to give back as a way of saying thank you to your parents. Yeah, if it's an abuse of that, if your parents want market rate uh, rental contributions in their back pocket every you might month, well move out, then. then you may as well move out. <laughs> um, but while you're at home, you should definitely do bits. Yeah, I for a shit fit. <laughs> I for a you shit fit. Out. It's not going to surprise anyone, but I was quite a hot-headed 18-year-old. Um, so I got a job and my mum was like, you should pay rent. And I was like, I disagree in the strongest possible terms. Uh, and she was like, well, I'm telling you, you have to pay rent. And I was like... Man, fuck you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> for a proper shit fit. Your fit flops. Like Yeah, proper for a shit fit. And I think I paid a few months rent and then was like, uh, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not, this is an injustice. But why did you feel that way? Why did you feel like, no, right, so, so Okay, so there's a different conversation to have when you're 18 versus when you're 25, when you come yeah, back from yeah, university yeah, yeah, and you've course. seen the world. Yeah, but I was like, I ain't paying rent to live in my own bedroom. Am I a dickhead, bruv? <laughs> I've lived here my whole life. Bro. Oh my God. I've lived here my whole life. How am I going to pay rent to live somewhere I already live? That's not even moving in. You're going to change my towels every I'm day and my sheets, mum. Do, you know do you know what the dickhead thing is? My mum was like, if you pay rent, I'll do the washing for you. So like that deal was on the table, bro. That deal was on the table. And she was actually, it later turned out that she was going to do what your mum did, Zeb. She was going to stack the pee and give it back. So a couple years later, like, after I left one job, got enough, I got a decent little pay rise. She was like, you're an idiot. If you just paid me rent this entire time, what you're on now, like you could you could afford a house. And I was like, yeah, but got him. But yeah, I was like, yeah, but I've got, I've got experience. Think about it. <laughs> I've got, I've got experience instead, and that's no, what counts. No, I threw, I threw a bitch fit and uh, shit the bed, and then and moved out. So like, yeah. Mumsy was entirely right. And then yeah. just to reinforce the message that there's no turning back, she sold the house and moved to the other end of the country. Love it. So she's, she's on crud, isn't it? She don't fuck about. Yeah, we don't fuck about. Hundred percent. 
Um, try, yeah. try, try doing your laundry now, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, you know what? I still don't do my own laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Who does it? Who does it? A uh, man like Steve, shout out Hell Village Cleaning. That's crazy. <laughs> well, he comes in and picks it up. Yeah, yeah. That's Drives disgusting. Fan and just drop it downstairs. That's yeah, disgusting. Yeah, it's really That's bad. disgusting behavior. You know, I do, I do my laundry, yeah? I do but my I can't own. lie to you, yeah? Doing lockdown, you know what it is? I don't realize like, how many fucking boxes I get through, fam. Yeah. Like, fam. I can't see. I wake up, shower, and that. Do my do my thing at work, and then afterwards I might go for like a little run. Or I'm the type of person I take like two showers a day. Yeah. So then that's another boxes in it. So then it's like freaking out. Either I buy more boxes, yeah, but then experience I the same that, thing later. I took that approach. Or, or I t- but then I experience the same Imagine thing. Imagine buying more boxes just because you don't want to do laundry. I've done that a yeah, few bro. times. I've done bro, that listen, a few times. Listen. This is going on. Listen. I've done that a few times. <laughs> Literally. And socks as well. Socks the other one. I've, bought, I've got so bro, many pairs of socks. I've got so what? many socks, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, is either I do that, yeah, or basically I found myself into a bad habit and women don't judge me. But like sometimes, especially the dark wash, because all my, all my boxes are grey and black in it. Like yeah. they got Uniqlo in it. Yeah. And then basically. Always. And but, but 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 the thing is, I'll typically know I need to do a wash, yeah. Yeah. When I'm like going to my drawer and I see two boxes left, panic. You get it. Panic yeah. stations. Wait, and the ones and the two I've that are left, the two that are left are always the ones that you left deliberately. They to were, the they end were of all the last time you ran out of boxes. Bro, these these supreme boxes, yeah. Oh, bro, allow it, man. Listen, I'll tell you what, yeah, these supreme boxes. These supreme boxes cost more than my fit. No, they're not, they're not, they're not. That's supreme boxes are actually cheap. But like, um, they're like the least expensive thing on the website. And how it's much? always there. Yeah, no, how Challenge. much? You get that four four in a pack for like 18 pounds. So huh? You know it yourself, bro. Supreme actually isn't expensive. That's it's a resell. Cheap. Supreme don't do boxer shorts. So I don't even want to talk about yeah, that. No. Huh? They do boxer briefs. They do briefs so only. I will not be partaking. No, no, no. no. This is a conversation listen, I'm not engaging in. Listen, but, listen, but, but these Move are my on. reserves. You know why? Because okay. they're too loose, fam. They're not actually, they're like a quasi. There's like a, now it's like, you're it's talking. It's like a quasi boxer brief. A four for 18, yeah. Box I'm on of, it. Yeah, this is the right. Box like of that. brief, box of shorts. Yeah. Uniqlo numbers. <laughs> bro, they're, bro, they're too, bro, they're loose, fam. I'm, I'm How does it feel down there? Huh? How does it feel down there? All fam, like airy naked. and ventilated. I feel, I feel naked. You can just jiggle, jiggle. Yeah, I you know, like naked. It. I might that's, as well just go commando. That's mad, bro. Yeah, to get this back on track, I think I ironed a shirt in 2012 and was like, this isn't for me. I love ironing, lads. Oh my days. Like, I fucking love ironing. Like, yeah, it's my I know whole, you do. I've been on holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, bro. I love watching, ironing, bro. I tell you what, yeah. That's what I doubt you'll find out. Who the fuck likes ironing, bro? It's amazing. It's worse than Have you ever like perfectly ironed a shirt? No, but it's Steve has. Bruv. <laughs> um, so getting it back on track, Clubhouse. <laughs> Do you yes, mind right, right. Do you mind, do you How do you get there? I love it. But the range. Um, where do you think this app's going? But this app's going to be huge. You man. reckon? I think it's going to be enormous. I think it's going to be like the next Zoom. Okay. Or like it's like a social media Zoom. Mm, What's going to happen when it becomes a place that is filled with the same level of vitriol, abuse, bullying, et cetera, et cetera, that Twitter, Instagram, and all these other places? I don't think from. it will, though, because it's, kind of, it's a lot more self regulatory. Than any of those other platforms, like there are moderators. If everybody's on within, within each chat, but if, if everybody's it, on it, then like so either the so okay so people are on crud, but either the context of the room allows crud, or people get removed from the chat by the moderators. Yeah, and that's what I mean by it's a lot more self-regulated. Yeah, so I think it's going to settle itself as a millennial slash Gen X TikTok. Okay. Whereas Gen Z is TikTok for, for kids with attention spans having grown up on Adderall and ADHD in the US, right? So, Everything's six seconds long and they can't yeah. actually focus on anything more. But like where people are older, then you, people want to engage in interesting conversations. So do you not think they've missed a trick then by making it um, invite only for the time being? Because listeners, in order to be on Clubhouse, you have to be invited by somebody who is already on Clubhouse and they typically only have one invite. Mm. So it's a very, very, it still remains quite a close, tight, 
network for the time being. Do not you anymore, not think though, that they, everyone's, everyone's, everyone's on it? No, I, th- everyone, I think everyone's I th- on it. Now, I think though. it's a pretty, it's a very good growth marketing strategy. Like obviously, they'll get to a saturation point where they'll just make it open, and then those who were there before, so they may have extra features or whatever. Da, da, da. But for the moment, it keeps people talking about Clubhouse, and like people share content with someone be like, where was that? Oh, it was on Clubhouse. Can I get it? Can I, what, how do I sign up? You need to be invited. I've already used it. Then people go and ask someone else, do you have a Clubhouse invite? They say, what's Clubhouse? Boom. Now two people know about Clubhouse. They go and ask someone, they go and ask someone. And it's a very good viral but then you end up with, then you, But then you there. end up with the exact same market that's on Twitter and Instagram on Clubhouse. Yeah, but the thing is- You can make the same point about Instagram and TikTok. Typically, the two don't match. You've typically got like TikTok users and Instagram users. There's literally a fight for an audience uh, right now. I disagree. I think people will use both. I think youngsters I, use both. I think youngsters use TikTok. I reckon our generation and up use Instagram and lesser TikTok. But I think the younger Instagram, the younger generation use TikTok. I think youngsters were already on Instagram by the time TikTok came out. Youngers being like I would say fourteen to nah, nineteen, fourteen bro. to twenty-one. I reckon, I reckon they were on Snap and TikTok, bro. Snap maybe. Snap's yeah. one I know nothing about. I'm yeah. aware. I'm Me either, but that. yeah, I think I think they were on Snap and TikTok. I don't think you see, I, I bet, I, not that I'm looking, but like you don't see like really young people on Instagram. They're mm-hmm. on They're on the more, they're on Glitch or Twitch, sorry, not Glitch, Twitch, <laughs> Twitch YouTube Twitch and, one I don't and TikTok. Do you Twitch know what I mean? One I don't yeah, get. yeah, yeah. Just the like, whole, like yeah, I would recording say, themselves would, doing I would, shit. Yeah, I would say they weird. have much more, like my little cousins and stuff, they approach YouTube differently to how I approach oh, YouTube. Oh, 100%. Yeah, sure. so, like, I approach YouTube just based purely on like reviews or documentaries mm-hmm. or if I'm stuck on something that I'm actually trying to build. But yeah. what does but your, then, then, you, what do they use? Do they, they use Instagram at all? How old are they? And what, what like social range, media? The range, I would say, for my little brother, he's about 12. I would say even younger, my little sister's eight, or eight or nine, I think. But like, I would say, I'd say nine to about 17. They look at Insta, um, YouTube like they approach YouTube like social media. Yeah. So like they would follow their friends' YouTube channels. They will comment on the YouTube channels. Yeah. They'll give it likes. And as I'm telling you these sort of parameters, it sounds very much similar to how we approach Instagram. Yeah, but do they, I guess my point is, do on the, at high, on the older end of that spectrum, so let's say from like 12 to 17, do they have Instagram accounts? Yeah, but they're not that active. Like yeah, my little I brother. Reckon. See, that's what I think as well. I reckon My little brother couldn't really care less about his... Instagram he, he, he does kick up he does kick ups on his Instagram mm. and then that's it. He doesn't really care like that. Yeah, so what yeah, does yeah. he use? Sure, yeah. That's the thing. So he's more on to be honest, he's more of a gamer. Mm-hmm. So um, like Twitch, YouTube. Twitch, Twitch and YouTube. Twitch, YouTube, yeah. PS, Fortnite. Yeah. Okay. Like, but like yeah. YouTube, he'll go on YouTube a lot. Or like TikTok. They yeah. love a TikTok. Like whenever yeah, I'm yeah. at so whenever I'm at my dad's house, they're like teaching me the new the latest um challenge. But the thing about the thing about as far as I'm aware, the thing about TikTok is that it's not a place to chat to people. Like you upload your videos and you get likes and shit, but nobody likes. No, 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 TikTok no, you, 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 right? you, I think you I think it's got all I've the. Got di- dummy, I've got a dummy. Twi- I've got a dummy TikTok account. Yeah. And so what you can like, move so into so DMs so like so Instagram, so like Twitter, people, like Facebook. Yeah. Like, exactly. yeah. So I've, I've got a dummy TikTok account for like a couple of people who have it and they send me funny shit. Like I literally don't use it. I don't post anything, nothing. But you can double like, you can comment. You can yeah. Okay. DM, but people don't, people don't keep lists of contacts that they stay in regular chats with like there are people that i speak to on instagram as frequently as i would do on whatsapp for example Mm -mm -mm. that's the reason why youtube as much as a content creation or curation platform it's not a social network Mm -mm. right you people don't chat to each other on youtube i don't think people chat to each other on no they do they do they do people do chat to each other on tiktok what through the comment section or is there like a dm no there's dm on youtube no, on YouTube, on, on YouTube there's messages. TikTok, yeah, there's no, people don't chat to each other on YouTube. On though. YouTube, there's no, they do, bro. Like honestly, for like for example, um, I I watch a lot of sneaker reviews, innit? Mm-hmm. Like 
I just like watching it. It's therapeutic for me. Okay. But like sometimes you'll see conversations going in the DMs. I'll uh, in the in the DMs in the comment section. But then I'll also sometimes if I really want to know about sizing on a pair of sneakers, or whatever, I can private message um, the YouTuber who's done it. That's as far as I go with it. But I'm sure. Sure. So you're private, you're, but you're messaging the content creator in that case. Yeah, like yeah. you wouldn't keep up with your pals, you wouldn't keep up with your boys, or you wouldn't slide into a girl's DMs on YouTube, right? No, but the there might be a, there might there might be a function for that. Mm. Yeah, but we just don't know it. Like interesting. We, interesting. We're not that bothered to. Yeah. Interesting. To, I don't know. To so you reckon? Into. Just to summarize, you reckon that Clubhouse is here to stay. You reckon that Clubhouse is here to stay. I personally think that when the floodgates are open, everybody can join. It's less of an attractive safe space for celebrities, et cetera, et cetera, or highly profile people to, to, to vent and to, 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 to curate and create. Um, I reckon the pull is going to go. And it, yes, it will be a platform to add to the other ones, but I don't think its reach will, 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 will hit any massive heights, especially with WhatsApp, Twitter, and all of these companies basically with the resource and the ability to create a similar type of competitor product basically overnight. Well, so that well, so what they'll end up doing is they'll probably just buy a clubhouse, which is how most of these things work. But But why I, would you? Why would you pay in the billions for a new product when you could literally just you've already got your target audience because it already yeah. has So has, same same reason as any other acquisition and that the value is in the user base and that it exists on Clubhouse already, right? There yeah, is already there is already a culture. But as on you the said, app. as you said that the the, the, the the Clubhouse conversations usually spill onto Twitter anyway. So there's the usual, there's that duality. People already have both accounts. So if you're Twitter, you probably already have the higher proportion of the user base that's currently on Clubhouse already. So why so, not just build so, it yourself? So tweets spill out from Clubhouse because people's Twitter followers aren't all on Clubhouse because it's still exclusive at the moment, right? But there's also a different medium of conversation as opposed to actually having a live chat with someone. Yeah. And the value of the content is not only the fact that you've got lots of followers, the value of the content is that it's a live discussion. People can make voice recordings of this stuff. It's like having a window into people's DMs. When you see two celebrities who are popping off about a topic, that creates controversy. Like there's already been stories that have made it into popular culture, current events and news. Da, 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 Great segue, Johnny. Um, that We're have, getting on one next. Yeah, so like the... the that that is this app's value, and also and like and we'll, uh, we're probably going to touch into this, but also it's pretty clear it shouldn't be a controversial topic that there is a dominant demographic mm. on Clubhouse. It's a very majority Black American mm-hmm. user base at mm-hmm. the moment. So like when you say it hasn't blown much wider there at the moment, it's probably because the majority of people inviting their friends on Clubhouse, uh, at least to start with, were black Americans that seems to be yeah. the dominant user base right so maybe when it expand now now that you lot have let a white boy into the club I'm just going to start inviting bare white people and maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll come and take it over um, but for now Ooh, like it's, for now yeah. it's like okay, okay. I, I ain't heard that one before <laughs> hey, I was going to say you know what RT I was going to say we'll come and colonise the app but I thought it's like we're, on, we're it's like you nice, said it without saying it it's, nice, it's a nice fireside <laughs> we're having a nice fireside chat we're not on crud Literally. today you know? <laughs> we're, not, we're not on crud today but anyway no, the point no, is that yeah. it's so like it's, I think it's here to stay I think that it's going to be the millennial gen uh, fucking what are we gen X platform for a more substantive or more live and deeper type of discussion than you are able to have on Instagram or Twitter. Yeah. Uh, there was also a very, very interesting conversation which relates to somebody who we uh, mentioned on our last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so Route 73's very own any UK rapper, Southeast London, um, made a song called Peng Black Girls. And this song is about the empowerment and the uplifting um, of black women and she then was lucky enough to have a some interest from Georgia Smith 
um, who wanted to do the remix for Paying Black Girls. And the way that manifested itself, um, as we did in the new music section of the last episode, was a performance of it, uh, of the song, on a Berlin-based music platform called Colors. Um, and the success of this has been huge. The remix itself has actually got more views than the, than the original, but it's caused quite a bit of controversy because Georgia Smith is mixed race. Um, so I was on Clubhouse and I was actually, it turns out I was there in the aftermath of a much bigger debate, but there was a, a Clubhouse room and essentially it was about uh, a group of women who felt, or a group of people, um, uh, darker skinned people who felt as though any had missed a trick and any had made a big mistake by getting Georgia Smith on a remix as a mixed race person speaking on the ills and the uh, and, and some of the disadvantages of being dark skinned. And for added context, the original version of Peng Black Girls had a chorus or the hook sang by another female artist called Amia Brave, who's very, very talented. And in the remix, she was taken off. So it just became Any and Georgia Smith. And if you saw the Colours video on YouTube, obviously Georgia Smith is looking very, very good. And there was a lot of talk about, you know, her curves, et cetera, et cetera, how great mm -hmm. she looked. And it almost, the way it was marketed in many- Boy, um, she looked good, by the way. Yeah, she looked fantastic. Jesus. But like, but uh, Amaya Brave was taken off the uh, was taken off the, the hook. Georgia Smith's verse is very, very good. It It's, uh, in my personal opinion, it actually adds to the song very, very well. But in this club room chat, it became a huge, huge debate about colorism mm -hmm. and, a lot of women felt as though any made a massive mistake by bringing in a mixed race person to talk about the plight of darker skinned women, because obviously there is a few things in there. Obviously being mixed race, you you benefit more from the industry or the music industry or corporate world's attitudes towards colorism. Um, there's obviously pretty privilege in there. There's a whole bunch of things in there that, that come in to, to make this a much wider and much more difficult conversation than maybe meets the eye. Any felt the need, she obviously caught wind of this conversation and she felt the need to go into this club room chat house and defend it herself, of which I've got a clip of um, right now. That's the first couple lines of the song. There's pink black girls in my area code, dark skin, light skin, medium zone. There's always been a division, a division amongst black people. I've seen it and I hate it. And that's what also inspired those first lyrics of the song, which is why I wrote that section. So coming on now, I've had the song for a while, like it's moving. I dropped my first song in April. Like, so I'm an unknown artist. I dropped my first song. People took interest. Now, a particular person heard this song and somehow Georgia heard the songs. She heard two versions of the song. She heard the original and she, had the re she heard the remix, which just had my verse on it. She heard what I was saying. She was inspired as an artist because we're musicians. We make music, we're creating art. And she wrote her words. I heard her words and I said, shit, man. Like, she's spitting bars. She's saying some shit. She's not saying some random stuff. She came back, she was inspired and she wrote something beautiful. And then that's where we went from there. I understand that the I understand from outside now looking at it how it can look weird, seeing that okay, Amir was on the original and there's a light skin girl on the on the remix. But for me it was just art, it was a beautiful moment. I shared such beautiful moments creating the songs with both the eyes. So it's like to see this narrative spilled everywhere, it's just very dumb and it's annoying and it's even it's embarrassing because it's like I understand there's a big issue in colorism. I'm not negating that. I know that. I'm a dark skinned woman. But like to form a narrative 
uneducated un- narratives on a song that's meant to be positive, that's meant to bring everyone together. It's been like kind of disgusting to see and disheartening. So yeah, that was um, that was Eni as she slid into the into the clubhouse chat room to, to give her view. And as I mentioned, this caused quite a bit of a debate. It went on for hours and hours and hours. There was information about how the collaboration came to play. Um, there was uh, interviews that happened with Amia Brave um, shortly after. And apparently Amia Brave didn't have a great idea about um, the remix coming together. And she didn't know that she wasn't going to be on the remix. And obviously she had some questions as to why she as an unsigned independent artist couldn't have some of that shine as well. Um, but I wanted to put this to you guys. Um, what do you reckon? Like to be honest with you, um, I only I never knew the original. Like, I only knew the remix mm-hmm. like, when I was chilling at my bedroom's house and um, he put it on. And um, I thought it was a dope song, right? I did also at first. I didn't think anything of it because her first lines were like, she talks about skin, the spectrum, dark, yeah, yeah, dark skin and light skin. And George Smith is what I would consider a light skin girl. Mm-hmm. I know she's mixed race, but you know how it is. Like, I would consider a mixed person. More like I, I would consider them as a black person, like, not just me, just society. And mm-hmm. um, what I didn't know is that there was an original and there's another girl on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the outside looking in, it, it does look like okay, big artist on there, someone's got to go. Um, but at the same time, I sort of understand her perspective. Like, if I was an upcoming artist and a big artist heard my song and wanted to jump on it, mm-hmm. but the song's maximum two and a half minutes or three minutes long, mm-hmm. then push comes to shove, I will have that conversation in it because mm-hmm. it's the benefit of my career. Yeah, I see both sides of it. Mm. I do get one side, one side's more deep than the other. I, I mean, from an artist's perspective, before we jump into Johnny, from an artist's perspective, just to answer one of them things, don't tell me who I can and put, can't put on my track. First and Thanks. foremost, my name is Eni. This is my song. I asked Amir Brave to be on the song because I rate her. I can also make the decision that Amir uh, Brave isn't going to be on the remix and I want Georgia Smith. I'm not saying that that's what happened because I'm sure yeah. there's a management element on this as you alluded yeah. to. And Georgia Smith is a global fucking superstar yeah, at this point, on, right? Bro. Okay, it's, it's a no brainer. Yeah. But first of all, first and foremost, as an artist, which I am as well, don't tell me who I can and cannot put on my track. For sure. Sorry, yeah. that's what I wanted to say because that triggers something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 100%. Look, Matt, I... I could just hear, you can hear the fucking pain in his voice. And yeah. they think as an artist, like, boom, here she is, young girl, comes out with a song that blows up. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Like, like before we get into the, the colorism angle of it, her big project's blowing up. She's got a global superstar, wants to yeah. make a remix of it. She's yeah. gone out to Berlin to do a colors. But this should be like the most joyous time of her life. 100%. This is it. She made yeah, it. Yeah. Mummy's made it. Like, shit, 100%. she's made it. And, and then there's all, all, all this negative energy. So that's the first bit that I don't like. On the second bit, it's deeply ironic that she's been attacked for colorism when the literally the song's called Paying Black Girls. Yeah. And the first fucking line is about the different shades of Paying Black Girls. Yeah. So the, the idea that she is an artist doesn't either isn't cognizant to it or doesn't address it, also ridiculous. Yeah. Also ridiculous. Thirdly, you end up getting, and again, I appreciate that I'm talking here as like an outsider or whatever, because I'm very not black, but like what shade of black artist would have been acceptable for a remix? Like, should she, like if say Aaliyah was alive, would Aaliyah be all right yeah. to invite? Onto yeah, or is there's she definitely someone? a personal, you're, t- you're touching on a thing that I think is probably the untold part of this is that there is a hate towards Georgia Smith. Um, like, yeah, or like, you know or like is Lauren- Aaliyah would have been accepted because Aaliyah was loved. Is, is Lauren Hill no, the right? You're, you're, going, the right you're, going, you're going far out of the UK. Like in terms of London artists, okay. who've been on there. I do think if I was to pick anyone, I was having this conversation with my boy. If I was to pick anyone to be on that track on the remix, mm-hmm. more likely I would have picked somebody like Ray Black. Okay. But right. why? Because she's but black? No. Yeah. One, 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 if I'm, I was doing it in perspective, in, yeah. from his perspective, like if I was to look at it from that angle, yeah. but also I just feel like she has 
more of a soulful voice mm-hmm. for that track. She okay. could have done more bits of it. You know what I mean? I just, I just can't, I can't deal with people who aren't the artists making the art, who are dictating where the art should go. It's all well and good reeling off a number of dark-skinned rappers and singers in this country who you feel would have complimented the track, but any didn't elect Georgia Smith. I think she said it herself. But she, you heard, it, you heard how it says she came up with a track. Georgia Smith got in touch. Yeah, with her. Georgia Smith liked it. Got in she touch got in touch with, with her. Was like, 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 can you imagine the fuckery of like telling an artist, an, an unsigned upcoming artist, Georgia Smith wants to get on, tra- on your track, and what she's meant to be like. Do you know what? You are a bit too light-skinned for this song. You know what I mean? Like, how fucked is that, bruv? And like, I've, you can hear the pain in this girl's voice, bruv. Imagine feel, if like Dua, if Dua Lipper hollered at her and was like, yo, I want to get on this Pain Black Girls remix. Come like, on, like Britney, any would be like- Britney Spears uh, was like, let me let me jump onto this Pain Black Girls song. Like, Miley Cyrus was like, let me jump onto this Pain Black Girls Let me jump on that Pain Black Girl, Annie. Do you know what I mean? Like, then, then, then Come there's on, a debate. God but, damn. Like, but like, ultimately, like, if we are going to get deeper and deeper into the concepts of, of colorism, like- Okay, maybe Georgia Smith has has advantages from being fucking peng. Yeah. But like she's very peng, by the way. But yeah, but like within the context of colorism, like George Smith isn't white. Yeah. Like she's and she's still- been on record, by the way. She's got an interview. One of the mo- I think one of her most watched interviews on YouTube is with Julia Adenuga, where she was basically talking about being the darkest person in a majority white school growing yeah. up. I think she's from Warsaw. Yeah. Um, and how you know. They were skinny, white, blonde, with straight hair, and then she had like extensions in her hair, and sometimes that turned into a, into into a little bit of an afro, or whatever it may yeah. be. And she got teased about it all the and time, her body like, as well. Yeah, and her body or whatever. And it will, yeah, exactly. And you know, it, it, it begs a question. Like, I think I think ultimately, when it comes to pretty privilege, when it comes to colorism and all of these things, I understand that it's a it's a very very serious conversation that we cannot take for granted. Like. For real. Like dark skinned women are the most shat on demographic in all of the world. And I think that's continually perpetuated through the media, in the corporate world, and so on and so forth. However, there comes a point where we have to say that we can't keep turning away allies um, when we're having these conversations and we're looking for support. And I think Georgia Smith is essentially saying by wanting to be on a song like this Mm -hmm. and through the lyrics that she spat, that she is an ally and that she wants to see change for black women mm-hmm. across the fucking color spectrum. Mm-hmm. But yet she's still being turned away. And is that because Georgia Smith is not liked and has done something that, I don't know. I don't get it. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, people will have their reasons, like, but you I'm know, you know what it, you know what it's yeah. like. It's like the, 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 the trial of public opinion at the end of the day. Like we all know people who are loved, the unproblematic, unbothered, like just, universally loved artists in the UK, even if they're, even if they're on some fuckery, even if they've done mad things, like people love them. And then there are a bunch of artists who just aren't afforded that luxury. Mm. So they have to work extra, extra hard, make exceptional music to be considered likable in the slightest. And I feel like, even though I don't think Georgia Smith's music is like 1010, I do feel like she doesn't necessarily benefit from having the public on her side. And I think this is an example of that for sure. We both know um, men and women who are Georgia Smith's complexion mm. and have parents that are like as dark as yeah. me as have. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? So imagine someone telling you you're not black enough when really and truly like you've had no say in your complexion, yeah. you're just light. Yeah. But someone saying because you are light, we're going to negate your view yeah. on what it means to be black and the struggles of a black woman yeah. um, when you decide to write about it. It's, it's, it's a bit insane, like but you these get on, fights you get on, that we're you get, Like you get on a song, you identify a song that promotes the beauty of all shades or particularly dark skin black women. And then you're told like, but you're not helping the cause. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're not even being an ally because you're too light. Yeah. And like, I just think that's my chat. And yeah. again, I go, for me, it goes back to any fucking hell. She's made it. She's made a banging track. And like a lot of the conversations being like, oh, why is Georgia Smith on all the thumbnails on YouTube? 
because she's fucking famous, bro. Yeah. And that's what makes people click onto the video. That's, how, yeah. that's, that's like the basic concept of it's marketing. It's views and it streams, The basic bro. concept that's of marketing. That's where we are now, exactly. Like, why is, like, when, when Rick Ross came out with his track 15 years ago with Drake on it, yeah. like, why, why was fucking, why was Drake not on the thumbnail? Because no yeah. one knew who the fuck Drake was. Yeah, yeah, Rick yeah. Ross was the big draw, so that's yeah. people watch the video. That's how yeah. this game works, yeah? yeah? Ooh, yeah. Like, Ooh, wait, wait, wait. No, didn't Drake come before Rick uh, Ross? No, 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 no. What? No, Rick no, Ross came first. No, he did. No, no, you're right. No, this no. is straight fanboy did, no, chat he, right You no, can't he, say no. anything about I'm Drake saying, around I'm this band. Drake's been around forever. <laughs> See, he's the best rapper ever. Listen, I'm waiting for you. A certified lover boy comes out in like two days. So you keep telling us. It's two five, days. Five, two days, days. Five epi- four like, episodes it's taken. Comes in like Jan, Jan the 4th. This is horrible. But no, no, I'm saying I think you're right. And I know you're right. Because I remember listening to um, Push It To The Limit. That was way Oh, we're still on Drake and Rick, Rick Ross. I thought yeah. we were back on any. No, no, let's talk about Drake more. No, Dra- no. <laughs> the one no, thing no, we don't do on this no, podcast no, enough is talk about Drake. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. Because I think Push the Limit came out when I was like- I've got the video here. A young boy. Let's, let's not. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know it wasn't an uh, invite. I'm just saying I've got the video. No, <laughs> but like, I, I don't know, man. I, it's really disheartening. And she said that as well. There are so many battles out there that we have to fight mm. um, as black people without the infighting. For sure. Like Black as Fuck is a, is a show on Netflix, which is made by Kenya Barris, who did Grown-ish, Black-ish, et cetera, et cetera. When he uh, made this show, Black as Fuck, which is based around his family's life. He's got six kids, et cetera, in real life. And, you know, became a massive superstar seemingly overnight with a few really successful sitcoms. He put together a cast, one of which was uh, Rashida Jones, Mm -hmm. daughter of Quincy Jones, as his wife. And like the fact that he had a show called Black as Fuck and his kids, yeah, exactly. And his kids were fairly light. Um, and his wife was very, very light because obviously Quincy Jones was actually quite light in complexion mm-hmm. and his mum and, and her mum, sorry, was a white woman. Um, that became an argument as well. Like mm. how dare he put uh, a name on this black as fuck, but have a whiter than white or a lighter than light wife. And it becomes fairly exhausting. Mm-hmm. Genuinely as a black person, it becomes fairly exhausting having these conversations and linking it to Clubhouse. I feel like this is going to be another vessel. This is going to be another mechanism by which angry people get angrier mm. and stupid conversations yeah. which hold us back continually continually perpetuate and make us look mad and for that very very reason i'm gonna find myself on it less because i need to preserve my energy yeah yeah and i do into i get i got up i've got quite bored of it i'm not sure if i've got to the bottom of it but i don't think you can actually deactivate the account like i can't Friend. find an option on clubhouse yeah oh, sure. so so before that's mad. That's he's already mad. Look, he's already looked for the, he's out. already looked for the deactivate <laughs> no, but do you notice it so basically i was on clubhouse for like two days the first day I was like, okay, banner, banner, banner. Second day I was like, okay, let me, start, let me start listening to some real shit. And I did, but I'm just also surrounded by just nonsense chats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, G, the G-Wagon. The G-Wagon's a girl's car, man. <laughs> <laughs> listen. That's mad listen, chat. If I was to get one of them, whip, well, okay, why is it a girl's car? I wasn't on the, I wasn't on the stand. Yeah, yeah, listen, yeah. Why is it a girl's car? Oh, it just sort of girly, innit? Like if I was getting like, I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll get the Bentayga, innit? This and that. Shut up, man. I saw a focus, bro. I mean, when I saw things like that, I was just like, bro, That's like dumb chat. our yeah. generation, yeah? Fucked. Yeah, like, I saw a clubhouse room that was called all black women shit in bed. <laughs> people are bored. I, like, like, I, see an- I see another one say, why, did, why like, do black people hate to see other black people succeed? Oh, uh, yeah. Meek Mill ran mad yeah. in that one. He lo- he made himself look fucking crazy in but that one. But yeah. it, feel, it does feel like it's, 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 at the moment, it's a bit of a forum for internal conflict. Yeah. Like, and I, I'm just not I on it, bro. Like, bad people got but, a lot of yeah. shit to deal with. But it, like, is, it's, it is, but it's just, it's just a lot, man. Like, yeah. to be honest, so I try to, I try to deactivate it. So, like, I removed my picture, I removed my details on there, and then um, we spoke about. I didn't realize, yeah. that, I genuinely didn't realize that um, Abs was on mm. on uh, Clubhouse. Clubhouse. 
and then obviously I invited you mm. and okay, cool. Maybe we can actually change the narrative for yeah. ourselves. You know what We're going to be on that thing for sure for yeah, positive yeah, use, I mean? but I'm not going to be, a, I don't think I can be a regular frequenter. No. Like you can definitely look forward to like some discord and terribly clubhouse chats. You know, mm -hmm. if people are interested in talking, we're just going to be kicking the shit like we always do. Um, we're going to do that. But uh, I actually wanted to talk about something that I don't think I have heard enough about on any form of podcast or interview is colorism actually as it pertains to like white people mm -hmm. and whether or not colorism actually exists in any form um, within white culture. Yeah, so I don't want to get, so I'm aware that I am quite uh, diatribe -y, um So I'm going to try and keep this one short yeah, and yeah, sweet, yeah, but please. it's an answer on a topic that I think requires a lot of effort. So first thing I will say is that colorism is very, very real within Latino culture. Yeah, Like there, uh, like there are Latinos across the color spectrum to a much wider extent than yeah, there are in, in black culture by definition. 100%. Like people look at me and have no idea that I'm half Latino. You wouldn't look at my dad and think that he was particularly Latino. Yeah. Uh, and then you have Latinos take a very generic example, Davidson Sanchez, who's yeah, yeah, as, yeah. as black as you two yeah, boys, yeah, right? Yeah. And like, mm. as, a, as a people, um, we are extremely- Jerry Mina. Jerry Mina, um, <laughs> who are extremely multicolored, but yeah. within that context, is colorism prevalent within Latino country? Yeah, fuck, fuck yeah, it is. It's yeah, awful, yeah. it's awful. And like as a joke amongst Latinos, it probably works with any race, but there's no one as racist as an, as an immigrant. Like yeah. the way that white Latinos speak about darker skinned Latinos is fucking awful. And yeah. something I've alluded to in the past about like how Argentinians see themselves as yeah, superior yeah, within that. South America, it's because they're all white Italians or Germans, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so within Latino culture, yes, it exists. Within white culture, so like I've got, I guess I've got a view um, and this is where it gets potentially quite fucked where it can sound fucked without context, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's not something that I believe, but I believe it's the dominant subconscious narrative. And it's when you live in a society, particularly if you live in the West, where the perceived default or the propagandized position is that your race is the known the default yeah. or the superior, then being white is kind of just enough. Mm. Um, and people like Georgia Smith will be seen as not white predominantly. Yeah. Or like my auntie, for example. So my again, my, my grandma's black as you two. Mm. Um, my aunts and uncles were light skin. Um, well, probably more mixed race. I wouldn't say light skin, more yeah, mixed yeah, yeah. race. Um, grew up in Leeds in the 70s and 80s and they used to get called Bombay mix. The point yeah, is yeah. they were not white. They weren't white, okay? <laughs> so when you talk about... Um, when you talk about um, colorism in white people, like do white people attract another white people because of the color of their skin? No, I don't think so. Mm -mm. Where I think that there are internal conflicts among the white community, whatever you call it, would be more, more along cultural lines. Yeah. So when you get Brits who look down on Romanians and Bulgarians coming here or Polacks coming here, yeah. it's not because that they are darker in the example of Romanians, Bulgarians. It's more because they see them as less enlightened, less educated, less yeah. cultured countries. And so like, would you, would you have white people looking down on Greeks because they've got a better tan? Like, no, probably yeah, not, yeah, but they yeah, would just yeah. see them as coming from an economically poor country. Yeah, yeah. And they'd even ridiculously make the example that like the Greeks are less cultured than the British, which is yeah. just uh, fucking bizarre. But anyway, yeah. is there colorism within white people? I don't think it expresses itself as colorism as such, it's more cultural yeah. superiority. Yeah. And so the, the the closest parallel to this within black culture would be how Africans talk down on Caribbeans mm. yeah. for being uneducated yeah. or not going to school, being uncultured, yeah, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. So colorism within the white community, again, if you already see yourself as the dominant race yeah. or you're propagandized to be the default, then as long as you're white, it's mm. all right, right? Yeah. And you know, we see that in Asian culture as well, where basically 
complexion is basically king in certain sure. Asian People cultures. People lighten their skin tones. 100%. And it's all about as well in parts of African culture as well. If you go to like places in, 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 in even places like Southern Europe, right. um, skin complexion is directly linked to your, your, your occupation. Mm-hmm. Like jobs that are outdoors yeah. um, is m- are more associated to the poor, hence their dark skin. And that's obviously easily, easily um, uh, tangible through, mm. through their skin complexion because they're mm-hmm. working out in the sun, their darker complexions, et cetera, et cetera. So it's all across the board. But I was really interested from a, from a white perspective. So thanks for that, Johnny. That was nice. Got deep. Um, yeah, Clubhouse, man. If you get an invite, just, just Jump dip on, in. It's yeah. jokes, isn't it? It's jokes dip for an in, evening Dip or two. in, yeah, dip in. When you've got nothing else going on for a couple of hours, you can you can go into a chat room and then use your phone for all other things as well while the audio is playing, which is quite useful. Yeah. Um, so it is quite good. And, There's you also know, bare, salty, asking yeah. shit, which There's is a really, so uh, Yeah, and we don't want to shit on it. There are some really, really good chat rooms yeah. in there, but... But you know, what, you know, one thing I don't like about it, but I find the jokes, yeah, is that I'll just go in Clubhouse and I'll just see like some of my veggies just in the wildest title chat site. <laughs> <laughs> like, toxic Wetties, like, baby. Like, yeah, like, what was wet, the one wet, you were in, Johnny, That yesterday? was the one, Toxic Wetties. Toxic Wetties. So you just, like, just literally, I, I had to We invited it, Johnny, well, Zavi sent the invitation <laughs> to Johnny yesterday. Within, within, to two, within two, minutes, two minutes, two minutes, the chat room that Johnny was, was in, there, somehow was and, cool. and, and Johnny's all messages, hey, this is lit, fam, this is lit, this is lit. <laughs> I, 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 I was 200 pound down within five minutes. Fuck, Cash out, baby. Fuck, fuck, but that's basically what it's basic. So the girls will be like, Okay, um, if you re- don't, don't, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open up um, to speak. But if you ain't ready to send money, don't nominate yourself. Um, you better have cash app ready. It's a minimum two hundred dollars, um, and and uh, you can get my. Why does Johnny? Fans. Why does Johnny, Johnny not catch the same accent heat that I catch? Because my accent's a ten ten. Because I like Johnny. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, 2020 was a challenging year for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, happy to see the back of that motherfucker. Don't think 2021, especially at the first half of this year, is going to be much different. However, mm-hmm. there are definitely some things that we want to see left in that bomber club that we know as 2020. Mm-hmm. Zabi, you brought up this topic. Yeah, so I want you to I'm run with the right first now, one. Recapping. The top first of the thing. list. Boxer briefs. Top of list. <laughs> <laughs> boxer briefs need to stay there us in 2020. Top first is boxer briefs. Second is planting. Yeah, I think there needs to be some sort of like social services podcast what? like policy. What? Are you Help feeling abused? Zabby. I'm feeling so <laughs> so wants, abused. He wants social I am, services. I am so sensitive. <laughs> so sensitive right now. Right. Alexander McQueen platform, whatever. Ooh. They need to fucking go. Yeah. I don't mind them. Bro, they What's need wrong to go, them? bro. When they're like new and like a girl who is about like, I don't know, f- no, okay, no, okay, no okay, taller okay, than like okay, five okay, foot okay, six okay, okay. is rocking them things and they look clean. They look mean. Okay, okay cool. Okay, cool. Can I just say, boys, just fucking leave that shit alone, bro. Boys with the, with the painted are. on skinny jeans and the Alexander McQueens. Yeah, that needs to, that needs to be left. That's so like, what do you call it? Is it Jordan Shaw or only Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both, both. And also, same shit. Also, also. Um, I'm, I'm an advocate on this. What, what, what accent was that? What accent no, was no, that? No, no, it was you. It was you. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we are about to pause the show no. to hear out Richard's what accent. Was we, that? we are yeah. accent. It was Spanish. Gone. We are accent. <laughs> huh? He's English, but we are accent. That's what he, he sounds like. He sounds like he's Ibo, bro. He said, "It's English, but we are accent." It's English. That's Spanish. English. I'm just copying him. It was one of the episodes. He said, "But we are accent." Okay, Hefe. Okay, Hefe. It's English, but we are accent. But I think Alexander McQueen. I mean, that's got to be at least a four out of ten. You don't have the salsa, puppy. I have the salsa and the jollof. <laughs> my salsa. The my salsa. <laughs> and the planting. And the planting. Listen, banana. <laughs> I, um, 
Yeah, so uh, Alexander McQueen. Alexander McQueen's on guys. Um, guys, stop wearing Jordan 1 mids. Oh. And to be honest, girls try and refrain from it as well. It's not cool. You're I really hate this conversation. You're basically getting like the B-Tech <laughs> version. The silhouette's different. You're not cool. You're not a hype beast. But we'll get back to that one later on. Um, and Dubai. Dubai. Well, we're leaving Dubai behind. Listen, Dubai needs to what's calm your, down. What's your problem with Dubai? Dubai's basically Dubai like Dubai's basically like the equivalent to Benidorm, yeah? So basically <laughs> Dubai what Dubai is the black Benidorm. Yeah, basically, yo, basically it's I, become, listen, it's I, I've been to Dubai like three or four times, yeah. Huh? But I went yeah, but I went like before these ages. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So my sister worked in Qatar. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, of course. For like many years. Shout so whenever we'll go and South Tash. Um, <laughs> One more time. Shout out Tash. Hey! Hey! English, please. English. <laughs> I'm fighting the English. Um, yeah, so I'll, normally I would typically go over to see her mm-hmm. and then we will, we, will, might, we might make a pit stop. And we do, and I think through her expatriate community over in Qatar, mm. she developed um, like her own family friends, example. So when I went to Dubai, it was very different. Like it was very nice. Like mm. I'll go to the malls, we'll get something to eat, we'll go to the beach. But it was very different to what I'm seeing right now. Mm-hmm. And I just I'm just so scared, like that it would just get yeah cheapened. I I, I don't want to like don't wrong. I actually do want to go to Dubai at some mm-hmm. point, yeah. But I don't want to go to Dubai. And they're being like a, ah, oh, you're one of them, man. Yeah, mm. so it's important. What you just said is super important. Like one of my friends, she got back from Dubai um, a couple of weeks ago and she loves it. She actually wants to to move out uh, to, to Dubai long term. I think she's currently in the process of like interviewing for a job out there and stuff. But she said to me that, yes, it still remains amazing from a weather perspective. Yes, there are loads of things to do. And yes, the the niceness of it because it is fairly artificial. It's like very, very bars, clubs, hotel centered makes it a nice getaway for the most part. But what she also told me, bruv, is that like on the beaches of Dubai Mm -hmm. in the last, on the holiday that she was there for a couple of weeks, she got stranded out there because of the lockdown. She said there were two stabbings on on the beach within a couple of weeks of her being there on holiday. Are you serious? Like people from like Manchester. Yeah, UK people. Because people don't do that in Dubai, get your arm chopped off. Yeah, it's like people like in the UK literally risking getting locked up in a Dubai prison because they're just out there on there some crud. So the profile of people who have now heard of Dubai and and, and, and its allure is is changing. It's not very expensive. I remember- It also is not that cheap. Yeah, the ones, it's not cheap once you're there for sure. But it's not Um, cheap to fly there either. It's it's a few hundred quid. It's a few hundred quid for sure, but I think that's- It's not like one or two to get to Benidorm. Yeah, for like a seven hour, six hour flight, to Dubai. 450, 500 quid. Or yeah, if you book it early enough, you can get good deals. I remember when I went in 2016, I booked pretty last minute mm-hmm. and I think I got a three, 350 pound flight. Oh, right. That's probably cheap, a few. Cheap. Yeah, exactly. So okay. it really wasn't. I thought too, it was more than that still. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a massive barrier to me going, especially at the time I was at that point. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going. Okay, yeah. But like, it's, it's accessible now. And yeah, people are going mad out there. Like it's not just about like seeing familiar faces, which I absolutely hate by the way. Like my my, my number yeah. one goal when I go on holiday is making sure I don't see anyone from the ends. Um, so, you know, that element, people don't mind as much, but there's also an element now of just like, you're going out there and it's not just the people that you know, but there's also just a lot of like violence and shit going on out there now as well. Yeah. Like it's crazy. And um, when, I, when I go away, I want to just let my hair down. Yeah? yeah. And not really give a fuck. Obviously like, by default, we stay drippy in it, but of course, like, but like, I don't want to be going out there and it's like a watch face thing. I've yeah, never yeah, been yeah. like that. We're, mm. we're all in 
like fair to say we're all in our own lane in a sense. Mm. Yeah. But I just hate being. That's why I don't like going to like clubs in London mm. yeah. and shit like that because I'm just so. It's a watch me, things. watch me culture. Watch me culture. Yeah. Who's got the biggest wallet? Blah, yeah. Blah. Uh, Rather than everyone I, just going over there and just enjoying dunk, themselves yeah. and just being we're themselves. Just, we're just doing a two-step in Uniqlo. Hundred, you know I mean? I'm Uniqlo'd all being, over. Being, being frowned upon by people in Alexander McQueen kicks you know the, and Gucci yeah. belts. Do you know what the realist is? I've on got, the outside, I've got Uniqlo beach shorts. That's what's up. Uh, I don't care. You can come with your Gucci Four. things. No, I tell you what, beach shorts. Yeah, I like. I like Oliver Brown. Are you guys? Um, are you guys? Who the fuck is Oliver Are you guys Brown? like a mid-length type beach short? Are you like a long over the knees type no, beach short? You can't short? go over the knees. That's my <laughs> chat. That's mad. Looking at like Homer bro. Simpson like, or King like of the trousers, Hill. Trousers, bro. You Looking can't, like you King can't of wear the trousers hill, to the beach. I'm King bro. of the Hill. So where, where are we? Are we just above the knees? Nah. Are we kissing no, the I'm knees? Com- I'm, I, got, I, got, I got footballers' thighs in it, so I'm comfortably above <laughs> yeah, the knees. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like so I got footballers' thighs as well, so short shorts really fuck me up because after a while, it's just, yeah, yeah. Ma- it's just mad rubby. And you know what? Once the sand gets inside, you're done. Listen, but also, yeah. And also, looking back at pictures and that, yeah. Damn, he's realised yeah, he's got one bulge just on the side of it, and it's like it, look, it looks like you're. Right, speak for yourself, mate. You know what I mean? well, no, pencil hell. dick over here. No, what's that? What's that, <laughs> what's that saying? What's that saying called again? You, um, you used a saying the other day when you're like, "Oh, Zav." Oh, first trapping. First trapping. Ah, uh, yeah. What so live first? So you're taking a you're taking a calm picture in your swimming shorts, yeah, just chilling, just like sipping on like a daiquiri or something. Biting yeah? your lip. <laughs> a daiquiri. A daiquiri, yeah. But then like you realise like after like the you, temp man. look on the picture. Is that you've got you, you? You can just see like a silhouette in it. Oh, what a but, shame that but, is! No, oh. but I but I prefer. Just can you imagine me? this little humble flex right now? He's Bro. literally telling all of our listeners. <laughs> Listen, it's not my, you it's see not, me, it's not my fault that my thing's fourteen inches. Yeah, summer's soft. coming, bitches. Not even you know if I upload a picture of my shorts. Do the zoom. Like I got medium sized thighs, but I've got free. I'm not even so doing that. Oh, you, you guys are proper trolling me. I'm not. I'm saying why I don't I like. Know it. I'm we were talking about fucking length of length shorts, length and you're like, yeah, yeah, no, but my bulge, bro. We were talking what, about how big our thighs were, and you're like, yeah, my dick though. On Instagram, it's not even the length; it's the girth that shows, and that's what really gets me down. Cool, my nuts don't fit. Next, next, we got there in here. We landed. We landed. We're picking up luggage now. So let's leave Dubai and the frequent visiting of Dubai in 2020. Very much. I'm good looking. <laughs> oh my god! Don't buy. Don't buy. Don't buy. Don't buy. I'm gonna Oh, I'm Zami. I'm good looking. I got bad dick. Ooh. Oh, check out my swim shorts. Oh, I got a four inch dink and I'm photogenic. Oh, oh my god! Fuck oh. you! Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I want to leave firmly in 2020, which didn't happen very regularly, mm-hmm. um, over the course of the year, but did happen quite a bit, is when you log into Instagram and somebody's story has the green circle around it. Mm. And then you realize you're all of a sudden one of their close friends. Mm. What's the green story? So when, so when you go on Instagram, yeah. oh boy, this is awkward because Zavi's nobody's close friend. <laughs> but when you see someone's story, it's got a green circle around When you their, see a green circle, oh, it means close that they, it means Okay, that when, when they restrict the people that When they have put it. you yeah. in their close friend circle and you're just sat there questioning why. Yeah. I don't know you. To quote, to quote, I've been put in. I've been put in close friends of people I have not physically met. <laughs> yeah, but you're a wavy guy in it, so I want to just True. make sure you're not missing. I don't want you to put me in your close friends. Don't. There is a heightened pressure, a heightened pressure and responsibility associated with that movement that I don't have capacity for right now. To quote, yeah. to quote ZZ Mills, we're associates. We're not even friends like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why people use these terms. So yeah, leave that in 2020. You know I mean? I got love for everybody, but yeah, I don't want to be your close friend. I know me, man. You know what? To be fair, I don't story flick. Mm-hmm. I would normally just post and go to an extent, but 
I'm a fan of Explore Page, but also if I'm checking out you man's stories, I'm actually going on your page mm-hmm. and then clicking on your. Yeah, it's, yeah. A bit, it's a bit of a free step rather than a one step. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I just yeah that that close friend thing. I get it. You're out after ten o'clock. I might add Rich as a close friend now just to rattle him. No, but we're boys, so yeah, that's that. cool. Yeah, come with that as well. No, no, you, you guys are my boys. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if you're not my boy, if you're not fam, if you're not gang, I don't owe you anything. Don't don't green circle me. I'm popular. People like me. Ooh, so oh, I'm rich. I'm popular. Uh, I deserve that. To content, content, content. Uh, I just deserve people that. People want me to. I don't need to be. Yeah, people rich, want to stay close rich. to me. Ooh. It just makes me nervous. <laughs> it just makes me nervous. Oh, nervous, Genuinely. nervous. Uh, it, actually, it really impacts me that people like me. It really impacts me. That's oh. fair. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. <laughs> Anything you want to leave in 2020, Johnny? Um, um, Swedish style. Uh, this uh, is going to trigger me already. Swedish. Same, Swe- I'm hot already. I'm no, already no, hot. No, no, no. It's, it's uh-huh. Swedish style herd immunity. Oh, okay. um, I thought you were going to talk about like Swedish style fashion or whatever. I was going to fucking jump uh, on, man. Swedish style herd immunity and also. I podcast. <laughs> also, weekend lad trips to Stockholm. Oh. I can leave those. No. Never. <laughs> Never. 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 I can't avoid that. The one. moment Never. where they're out of like. No, but like for real. No. For real, yeah. <laughs> herd immunity. Heard, yeah, we can leave that. What is herd that, immunity. by the way? What's herd immunity? Okay, so basically all these like right-wing nut jobs were like, why are we doing another lockdown? This is really against people's civil liberties. If you look at the example of Sweden, this is back in the summer, the example of Sweden, they're doing really, really well. They've had fewer cases than Britain and they've just letting people out. Everyone's living their life normally. Da, 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 da. As it turned out, it was a fucking disaster. They've got 10 times higher death rate than Norway and Finland. You can't compare not. Sweden to Britain because of two main factors. One, there's a high proportion of people who live alone and two, is a lot more sparsely populated country, which mm-hmm. means that transmission is a lot higher. Harder, yep. but also their economy has had a much bigger hit. Their death rate is way high, and it's actually got so fucked in Sweden. The government have come out and apologised. The chief scientific advisor come out and apologised. The king of Sweden's come out and been like, "That was fucking dumb." And now all these right wing nut jobs no longer talk about Swedish style herd immunity. Can, so we can I leave that behind? Can I play devil's advocate, being a honorary Swede who is hugely, hugely close to what's been happening on the ground there? And obviously, we were there. The biggest single biggest contributor to their high numbers in relation to the other Nordic countries was what happened in the elderly homes, in the care homes. So yes, they have 10 times the amount of Sweden and sorry, Denmark and Norway, et cetera. But that was because of the damage that was already done at the start of this pandemic. It's not a continued huge surge in deaths. Yes, the cases are going up, but I do think it is slightly unfair to say already, especially nine months in, that herd immunity wasn't impactful or didn't work, given that the cases that are associated to the younger people and the not so old people, so people outside the early homes, wasn't actually high and continues to be relatively low. Um, Not that I wanna compare it to the UK, but relatively low to a lot of countries. Yes, the King came out. Yes, the PM, right before we were meant to go out, by the way, so that affected us. Our first flight to to Stockholm got canceled um, because of the changes that they made um, over here and over there. King and Prime Minister obviously criticised Anders Tegnell, who is their chief epidemiologist. But I, I think that's purely because they're looking at it on absolute terms. Well, I, I probably dispute a couple of those claims insofar as, yeah, there was a massive fuck up with the elderly homes at the beginning. But actually, if you look across the age spectrum, they've still got a higher infection rate um, and to an extent death rate versus their Nordic neighbours. So I'm not sure that that argument stands up, but also they're basically now having spent months letting the virus rip through the entire country, now going back to a curfew and lockdown model, which is effectively admitting defeat 
insofar as it's saying that what the model that we'd adapted by locking people down and closing businesses is more likely to deal with stopping transmission than allowing people to go out and mix constantly but bro, and frequently. Like their economy, had, they done, had they adopted this strategy months ago, they'd been a better place. Their That's economy the wasn't hugely harmed because they didn't shut it down. So you could argue that- But it's being shut down they're multi, now. It's not, they're not, they're not full of lockdown. They can't, they can't actually because- They've had a much bigger economic hit than any of their neighbors. In what sense? In terms of loss to GDP. How? Look at the numbers. Look at look at the look at the Swedish GDP rate. Well, I I haven't looked at the GDP rate. Um, I have read um a lot of articles throughout the year, and maybe I'll have to double check it. But so as, it was all as looking rosy in the summer. It was all looking rosy in the summer, and it's all fallen to shit. They haven't autumn, they haven't actually imposed the full lockdown though on the country. So they they're likely to put in some um some forcible uh mask rules. So mm -hmm. making masks. Uh, a law um, but I think because of the Swedish constitution there's only so much they can do to actually take away people's freedoms generally speaking anyway which is why they actually had to attack the restaurants and the bars as mm -hmm. opposed to putting a lockdown in place so yes the lockdown uh, sorry the restaurants and bars have to close at 10 30 but they can't for example tell people not to gather in their homes all they can do is recommend that people don't so I don't necessarily think that the strategy I actually think it's probably too early to say number one but I also think that any strategy or any decent strategy, I think we've spoken about this before, probably has a few prongs to it. And I reckon herd immunity kind of, in lieu of a vaccination, early doors, et cetera, had to be one of the realistic strategies that a government explored. And I think if you went down that route, which Holland flirted with, which the UK flirted with, but Stockholm actually did, I think there's a lot to be said for just having a strategy going with it. And yes, if you were wrong, you hold your hands up and say you were wrong, but at least having a strategy, they kept the majority of the schools open and they kept the economy running. And yes, some people died and that's horrible, but- 10 times the amount of their closest neighbors. Yeah, but I think a lot of the, a lot of the other countries like Denmark, for example, Norway were a lot harsher on their borders and Sweden wasn't. So again, maybe that's the part of the strategy which needs to be assessed more so than the herd immunity piece. Denmark and Norway literally just shut. They were like, nah, bruv. So maybe that's what countries needed to do. Um, and I think that's like the New Zealand example, right? They New just, Zealand, I, I Australia. Australia. Which, yeah, we, which yeah. we should have fucking done yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. So maybe we should have done that. Actually especially China being did in, that as well. You yeah. feel me? So maybe that's where they went wrong. We went wrong. But I think herd immunity, man, like, I think the thing that fucked herd immunity, bruv, is that the antibodies associated with getting it yeah. apparently don't last very long. Possibly, yeah. So again, like new disease, right? New virus. Like mm -hmm. how do we, how do we really, really know until we know? And that takes months and months and months. It's just a time element to it. But, but yeah, I feel you, man. Um, herd immunity. Leave that That's in a new word for me as well. I like that You've word. heard herd it. Immunity. Herd immunity. You must have heard yeah, that loads we, of times. We've discussed really. it. Yeah, yeah. Discussed I know it. we've discussed it, but like, I don't know. I don't really like- The, the idea is that down. enough people get it and then you become immune to it and you stop passing it around each other and you the herd- to the floor. Yeah, I know. So the herd- uh, uh, the, the, the herd becomes immune. Um, um, that's the idea of it. Do you want to leave um, ASAP Rocky dating Rihanna in 2020? Oh. No, I actually want to stalk him. You men are very cut up about this. You want to stalk him? I just want to stalk him. I'm actually painting. Is it your you know that meme yeah, of like the, the, the black boy, he's got like tears coming in his eyes, yeah, he's looking <laughs> out the window. I put Rihanna up there like stardom, yeah? You think she, do you think, do you think, do you think she is the fittest woman in the world? No, I think she's one of the fittest. Yes. I think she's one of the fittest. You think she's one of the fittest I'm, I'm, I'm I capping, think, I'm I capping. Think, I think Rihanna is- I'm capping, I think Rihanna is- I think is Rihanna's top two and she's not two. Yeah, I think Rihanna's top two, not two. I'll take that back. So this is gonna upset you both? I don't- I never really got it. No, I don't really get Beyonce. Yes, so Christy. I, ne I never really got it. Like, I don't really get like Beyonce. What is Johnny talking about? She's a bit yeah, jo woman. Johnny wanted people, yeah. Johnny's just a rebel, isn't it? He, 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 he just wants to go left Why of things. Why is he saying this shit? She's, like, like, she's a beautiful woman, obviously, but like, is she the 
is she the fittest woman in the world? Yes. Yo, she's no, I don't fit. think so. I don't think so. I've never, I've never, like, obviously she's beautiful. I've just never really got the hype hype. Don't obviously she's beautiful me, mate. I'm sick of your shit. <laughs> obviously I'm she's sick of your shit. I just want to the take. Rihanna is not as hot as everyone makes nah, her. I think she's That's piff, bro. And you know what? It's, I actually just genuinely want to have an argument Why with her. Why is he just saying this? I, I genuinely want to have an argument with her just so I can hear a Trini accent. I want to hear how that sounds. But I swear she's not from China. I swear she's from Barbados. Oh no, so Barbados, my yeah, bad. Yeah, Barbados. Um, I just want to hear that Bajan accent. Like, I just want to hear that sound. And, <laughs> just, like, and, and, ju- and just like that, the, the expression that I saw, the reaction I saw from Rich, it sounded like he was going to do a Bajan accent. So I'm, <laughs> so I'm going so to pass like, the mic over. look like a mug, mate? So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pass the mic nah, over nope. to Rich. Nope. Rich, come defend, on. Nope. The, the crowd love it. Yeah, Xavi, take off them boxer briefs. <laughs> that was actually good. But you sound like Desmond, who was Guyanese. You sound like Desmond, who was Guyanese from the show Desmond's. So, rest in peace, Desmond. Shout yeah, out. rest in peace, Desmond, man. It's our neighbors as well. Um, Next door mm. to Venezuela, Guyana. Mm? Next door to Venezuela. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. For real. For real, for real. For real. But yeah, um, I reckon, in terms of ASAP, don't be wrong, I think ASAP's flea. I mean, I, yeah, think, to I think to an extent he's a bit of a dick. I've he's had about a, one or two encounters. Massive Wally, yeah. But like, other than Sorry, that. just casually, certain man are local, certain man. Nah, he was local. Certain man are local. Certain, oh, no. certain man wear bifocals. No, no, no. Man, I, I was, no. I was local. Nah. Rich knows the story. Rich knows the story. I was local in Visions. And so oh, RIP Visions, so, by the way. RIP Visions, but basically ASAP came local. I didn't go global. Okay. ASAP came, he's loved, him and Pharrell and that is love Vision. Vision's like a tiny ass club in underground in Dawson, isn't it? Yeah. And he was- Oh, bit, I know Visions. Yeah, Visions yeah. Club, yeah. Yeah, yeah like main road, main road. I thought, I road, thought, I thought road. he was talking about another Visions. Yeah, no, 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 that, that <laughs> Visions, yeah, he, he did like two things that he, he was a dick. That was time ago though. Time ago. I don't think he was a dick for this, by the way. I think it's quite, no, the main thing was- What happened? No, bro. Oh no, the one thing was a dick, but what he did after. Was actually quite so literally, so literally I'm upstairs. I'm up because it's like a boiler room in Vision, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So like, I've gone outside just to chill. Like I'm just out, I'm, I'm out in the smoking area. I'm chilling. I'm actually talking to another artist. I can't really say his name, but um, I'm just chatting away with him just on a casual one. And I'm on my phone as I'm like talking to him because I'm messaging my boy. So I'm coming back in, and then all I hear is this American geezer going, "Hey yo, you got a lighter or something like that?" Like, mm. you got like, and I've I haven't got a lighter, but I. I'm back on my phone. I told him, oh, nah, I ain't got a lighter. And I'm mm. back on my phone to basically just message my boy saying, look, I'm going to cut soon or something like that. Mm-hmm. This then, vision of Xavi at a urinal, both hands utilizing no, no, the phone, no. No, 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 penis no, 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 swinging no. and taking a leak is <laughs> this, this, wild yo, to me right this, now. This, 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 this is a no, no, wild no, 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 visual no, no, right this, now. This I know he's burst because I actually said smoking error. I didn't say urinal. Oh, did he? I got two stories. You got three stories. How does that help my narrative? Your story. Anyway, so basically, <laughs> it's my story. So basically, that so, that, so, so basically that happens, and then so you ASAP, for a lighter. Yeah, and then I basically said nah, and then I'm back on my phone. But then his reaction, he slaps my phone at my hand. Oh, Ross! And I'm like, for fam. real? I was like, fam, we didn't. I literally was like, we didn't. And I realized ASAP in it. But again, I was like, we didn't. But fuck that, he slapped my hand. And I, I was like, we didn't, bro. But then he had one hench ass bodyguard. Okay. And I wasn't on it. Innit? <laughs> so basically, I'm not the type of person, yeah, to take pictures of celebrities, innit? Like, mm. for me, they're human, like, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, just, I just keep it moving. I'm Se- only human. Second time, all. second time, I'm in the urinal taking a leak, yeah, just finishing up. And then I get dragged out. Like, I'm basically, I finish my shake. I'm going to call it, yeah. And then freaking... <laughs> Two or three shakes. I do about three or four. I do about five or six. That's, that's wanking. I, I, <laughs> no, just, just tug one out. <laughs> stress relief in the club, innit? Oh, Jesus. We don't want any stray yo, trickles. Let, let, yo, let's keep... Yo, we let, don't let's, want let's stray trickles. <laughs> Trust me, fam. That is... 
Yeah, that's real. But um, yeah, I get dragged out of the urinal. And what? Yeah, basically, what? they want to keep the toilet, the men's toilet free for ASAP to pee. Oh my days, are you um, serious? Oh, I thought the part of the story that was funny was when he basically was just, just dragged, everybody Everybody just left. So then, yeah. so then, you know what? This is actually three encounters on one day, I that's think. That's crazy. Actually, yeah? So then, um, an hour left into Visions. This is when Visions was still up until like five in the morning mm-hmm. or something, yeah? And then I'd see a big, uh, you know those big Mercedes minibuses that are tinted? Yeah. Two of those pulled up and um, loads of girls are just getting into the minivan. Mm-hmm. And literally, some of them are even standing by yeah. this point. By the looks of it, and then ASAP gets in the one. ASAP gets into a car behind or something mm-hmm. like that. I go back downstairs and I'm asking my bedroom out, "What the hell just happened? All the things left the club in it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then boom, you're left with like just like just mad people having mad chat. Left. There's just scraps left. <laughs> just scraps left in it. Yeah. And basically, um, he told me that ASAP got into the mic and was like, "I'm staying. I got an apartment in um, Mayfair. Whoever's up for it." Um, bro. The, bus, the bus is outside. That's um, some G shit, bro. And he just might dropped. That's some G shit. Apparently, he might dropped. That's, he literally might drop. That's some G shit. And then he cut. Salute. So, um, but with all that said, actually, actually, still actually, actually, yeah, Ray, actually, Ray Asa was an artist, like, as a creative. Uh, not, 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 sorry, not as an artist. More, more in terms of that like, culture and fashion, isn't it? But yeah, let's bring Rihanna and um, ASAP into 2021 because I actually want to stalk the hell out of their relationship. <laughs> let's keep them there. Let's keep them there. No, good luck to them. Um, great to see Rihanna happy. Uh, don't care so much about ASAP Rocky's happiness with Rihanna as much as I care about Rihanna's happiness in general. Um, you think she'd be happy? Uh, yeah, I think she's calm. Um, she's cool, man. And uh, yeah, cool. no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to what 2021. Can we leave Rishi Sunak? Yeah, we can leave Rishi Sunak as an honorable mention. Honorable mention. We can leave can Rishi Can we leave Sunak. Nando's? Nope. Can uh, leave no, you, you had oh, me at Rishi, but bro. relax on Nando's. You can leave um, Nando's, man. Yeah. You, didn't even, you didn't even try um, Nando's in 2020. Yeah. Facts. I didn't. I didn't go to Nando's. Um, before we move on to uh, to a dedication, just want to apologise to to Auntie Vivas. Yes. Um, last say, episode. Say your piece. Last episode, I wanted a bit of a tirade um, about my views that she may not like me, um, questioning whether or not me myself was just bad vibes in general uh, because she had followed my friends and not me. Um, she heard the podcast, um, followed me. And then I realized that in fact, I wasn't actually following her. Um, but, so, but also, so also your page was private. Uh, yeah. Um, so I just want to apologize um, <laughs> to Johnny's mom. Auntie, we apologize. Auntie we apologize for him. If I ever speak reckless on your name again, you have full rights. Auntie, please make <laughs> him, pull make, up make him, make him, make him, would it? Post, prostrate, is it? And, yeah. and, 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 <laughs> make and, him prostrate. and, 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 <laughs> And tell me what's what because uh, I deserved it after that bullshit last week. So he needs a ruler um, to his knuckles because I rate your no, son. So, you get the horse yeah, whip, bro. Because I rate your son so highly. Because <laughs> I rate your son so highly, and because I I did it publicly a couple of weeks ago. It's only right that I come back and apologize. He's a good man, auntie. Publicly as well. Um, He's a good so, man. Love you. Um, I apologize. Um, yeah. Hope to see you soon. That's what's up. Um, Right, last thing we're going to do today before we wrap up. Um, to be honest, I don't, I don't think we really need to do a new music section, to be honest. If you want to listen to new music, there wasn't much in the last couple of weeks. Listen to Playboy Carty's whole lot of Red Album. It's not very good. Listen to <laughs> Little Dirk, <laughs> The Voice. Um, Little Dirk is very good. Yo, crazy um, album. Little Dirk, The Voice, uh, R.I.P. King Von. Um, he, for me, Little Dirk's one of the future stars of rap music, so listen to that. Um, we'll finish on, a, on, on, on sad news, which literally came mm-hmm. out an hour or so shy of UK time, uh, New Year. The shocking, um, very upsetting death of uh, a, a rap 
cult legend, mm-hmm. um, MF Doom, who sadly passed away in, in pretty mysterious circumstances. His wife released a statement um, via his Instagram page and via the socials yesterday, dedicating a, a really lovely message to her husband, business partner. But then she also mentioned at the bottom that he transitioned on the 31st of October, um, 2020. So we're actually hearing the news two months after it happened. Now, I don't want to say too much about about him. Um, I think, you know, for anybody who is a fan of MF Doom, he was a very, very enigmatic, very, very talented UK-born, London-born. London boy. Um, rapper who moved over to the States um, in New York, very, very young. Has had a life um, that has been filled with with tragedy. He lost his brother um, early on into his music career. Mm-hmm. Just three years ago, he lost his son at 14 years old. And, you know, I'm, big, I'm, a bi- I'm big on, I think all the three men on this podcast are big on privacy. And, you know, artists who kind of come and go in between their releases as well. Um, um, I typically gravitate towards those kind of, those artists because they're not on the hype. It's really just about their art. It's just about their talent. Mm-hmm. Um, he is given what many consider to be classic albums. Uh, Mad Villainy was, was the one um, that I think most people say is his masterpiece. Mm-hmm. My personal favorite was the one that he did, The Mouse and the Mask, um, that he did with, uh, with with Danger Mouse, who's one of my favorite producers. But the guy just was a true artist. Um, he had respect across all of the genres. Um, and it really is, um, you know, a really tragic way. It really was, I should say, a really tragic way um, to end uh, 2020. But it was unfortunately very on brand with what was a terrible, terrible year. So rest in peace um, to Daniel Dumile or Dumile, hope, hopefully I said that right, also known as MF Doom. Um, thoughts are with his family. Condolences to everybody who loved him and cares about him. Yeah, man. Echo all of that. He was very much an MC's MC. Um, he wasn't one that sought mad mad mainstream fanfare like the rest yeah. of that hip-hop explosion towards the end of the 90s and mm. all throughout the noughties and stuff but if you if you ask any i guess any american mc or any american hip-hop artist who their top 10 mcs were i can almost guarantee you to the face that mf doom uh is right up there the flow was unique the style was unique the type yeah. of beats were unique the work with uh with Madlib was was ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, RIP to MF Doom, RIP to anybody we lost in 2020 as well. Um 2021 is here, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. Um, Finally. Fucking hell. I wanna end on a point I was actually meant to start with, something that kind of annoyed me. Diddy, P. Diddy, who is obviously an icon, he's an idol as well. Like he posted something um at the end of the year which basically said, if 2020 didn't bring out the hustle in you, it ain't in you. Um <laughs> Try your best to not consume um, such ridiculous um, messages um, and try and uh, consume yourself with messages that are kind of more along the lines of Jamila Jamils, who who posted a really, really nice um, New Year's Eve message or New Year's Day message about why just surviving through 2020 was an achievement in itself. Mm-hmm. The depression, the sadness, the, the feeling of being overwhelmed, all of these different feelings that we all had at some point throughout the year, being able to ride through those feelings throughout 2020 without having a focus for how much money you make or what new business venture that you've been able to, you've been able to form in the lockdown era. These are the kind of messages I think people need to focus on. So try your very, very best with all due respect to one of the greatest contributors to, to, the, to the genre that defined my life, P. Diddy. Um, try your best to ignore messages like that. It's not about 2020, as as it turns out, wasn't about fucking hustling. 2020 was about surviving. So mm-hmm. if you were able to survive, God bless you. 
We got a fucking other lap though. <laughs> so you stick it on people and you're a fucking billionaire though. Do you know what I mean? It's not like, it's not like, it's not like PDD gets up and hustles anymore. But guys sleeping in silk pajamas. Do you know what I mean? Still boxers. Still boxers metaphor. Just chill yourself out. People are having a hard time. And yeah. It's all right to have had a hard time. Yeah. He needs to Onwards relax. and upwards and forwards. Anyway. 2021. That's what's up. But yeah, pleasure as always, gentlemen. Um, any parting words? I don't know. It's been quite a chill on this week. Yeah. We've not really been on a hype. Fire chat. Yeah, yeah, listen, this fireside thing, yeah. I'm telling you, bro. I, I, think, this, I, think, I think this is like, we'll add this to our rules. It's like, a vibe. It's got to be. It's got a vibe. Be vibe. Need to, like, you might need to cop the lighting. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. will. It's a vibe. I'm doing it's that today. Vibe. Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, gonna to start off with like the, the orbs. The orbs yeah. first. And then Philips Hue Smart Lighting. Yeah. So as usual, us, so as usual, comment, like, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a hoe. Um, and meet us here in a couple of weeks time um, we love you this could end terribly bye see you on the flip side